for DJ to be like, oh, I want to I want to be able to 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 not have to play golf my whole life. when he's made 70 million dollars in earnings over his career in the tournament, unless, you know, you've been just absolutely stupid with your fucking money. It's hard to waste 70 million fucking dollars. I need one of those fucking things off of that goddamn gauntlet because I can't stop looking at it. I'm either way. Like, I respect him for how good of an athlete he is, but, like, as a person, I, I don't know. I just... The thing I saw was that one hit when Bryson Chambeau almost killed that guy with his with his uh, tee shot. Oh. Yeah. That's, the, the, that's the most that... I've ever walked to live. It's just him almost killed him. I'm like, well, that's enough of that. <laughs> So, yeah, you could, uh, miss me with all of that i'm not waking uh, uh, i can't do well it. see the problem is i went to bed way too early last night uh, yeah <clears throat> it's not a matter of i wanted to wake up i mm-hmm. i had myself a wonderful pork chop and you know mashed potatoes and corn and biscuits mm-hmm. for dinner and before you knew it i was was dead to the world so are we going to talk about what the, what the Drew League is? With the the what league? Drew Just pick up basketball. Okay. With, oh, with sponsored jerseys. Okay, so but is it is it like that big three thing? <clears throat> I don't know. No, LeBron just said he was going to join it for whatever reason. So he was there. Demar was there. Kyrie. The no Drew show. League really got big back when the lockout happened in was that 2012? Oh, 2011. Okay. Um, so that's when everybody was playing like all those now, pickup okay. games out in, now I yeah. remember what, okay. So mm-hmm. that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <clears> they got so cool. big. They picked up like Adidas, Nike, all those sponsors. Well, Adidas mainly, uh, for the Drew League and stuff like that. And so that's why you know, that's funny. Up. Uh, before I, before we continue on, as we always do, this is the Beards and Balls podcast. I'm one of your, uh, three co-hosts and we have a guest today. Uh, I'm Anthony F. You can follow me at born run underscore 19 on Twitter and if I'm correct on Instagram, and uh, that's it. Now, uh, Cheese doesn't have a Twitter for reasons. Uh, the reasons we don't banned. Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. Maybe he was. Maybe because of that, other things happened. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Cheeseman, where can they follow you? They can follow me at OG Cheeseman on Instagram. We're going to, have to talk about this Chris Sale story also. Oh, yeah. That man's hurt for like the eighth time in the last year. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Daryl, you know the business. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell them. I don't need to say it. Um, 3D is 1J on Twitter. The coaches challenge on Twitch. Don't bother following me on Instagram because I'm not going to use it. At, <clears> least, <throat> at least you didn't almost forget your things this week. You know, Anthony, here's the thing. I'm actually awake for this podcast. So That's a good point. Go you know what? You know what? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I forgot, to hit, I forgot to hit the record on my audacity. I, I, I was going to say, the, the audacity is dead for this week because it's just it's an extra hassle. We'll have okay, to I'll hit stop then. Yeah, you can do that. So, Cheeseman, please, please introduce our guest. He's your friend. Tell yes, us a little sir. bit about this him. Is or Josh, him. This is Josh, big man Josh Houston here. He was basically, he would say I helped guide him. No, he guided me through my second stint of college at Tom, this time at oh. Thomas More. We had a lot of accounting classes together. 
Uh, I was, in fact, always cheating off of his work because he was, in fact, the smartest man in the room. No, He was <clears throat> the Hannibal Lecter that we always wanted to be, the smartest ah, man in the room. He's That's the guy that guy. Phil Mickelson thinks he is. No, he's not. He's not. He doesn't think. No, he no, is. no, 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 Th- no. That's what I mean. It's like Phil Mickelson would like to be <laughs> the smartest man in the room. Yes, Josh actually is. We are exactly. all the three of us. A combined IQ still not on his level. That's just how good of a man he is. Don't know about all that. Don't know. Josh, introduce yourself to the people. Tell us about you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me on today, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, if you want to talk about tennis, I'm all about tennis. That's what I played in college. Um, You know, (laughs) I'm a tax nerd, accounting nerd. So any type of uh, business questions thrown my way, happy to talk about them. But uh, just got done watching the Open. Was really pissed that um cam young left all his birdie putts short really really you know what i wanted to bring that up real quick because i'm I'm in a fantasy golf league with all of my friends from college wait 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 wait, daryl this Mm -hmm. is this is a whole (laughs) why you waited this long to drop that bomb you're what do you mean? Fantasy golf league. Fantasy so it's golf. okay. Here's it's not for money. It's not like a formal thing. It's just something that we've kind of done. Over, it's something casual. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not I want in. Like a, that's why I'm. It's not like why a, I'm, yeah. That's why I'm waiting over here. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is a thing. But, uh, but we pick golfers every week, and I, this is the time when I pick Cam Young because I'm like, if there's, I, I just, I had a feeling he was gonna win this fucking tournament, and the, the nerve he had on 18 to hit that eagle putt. And then yeah. just seeing Cam Smith just hit that birdie putt right after I was I, that pissed me off so bad. I was, oh man! Shout out to Cam Smith though. I've you know been waiting on him. Wait a minute. Looking at the score and and at one point seeing that it it's just a one score differential between each of these guys going down the mm-hmm. list. You know, seeing that it's like oh this this is exactly what I want on a Sunday, mm-hmm. where it where yeah. it literally anybody could take it. You know, where I think there was about what five holes left when it was just like go down the line and everybody has a shot mm-hmm. i mean you know i'm i was rooting for rory personally but i wanted rory to win too i, I feel bad for rory because he didn't even have a bad round no he put 36 putt he putted 36 times today it's you just, just not can't do that you can't do that yeah nope. yeah you don't expect someone to shoot a, to do to, to, to go in and put on a 64 on a sunday you know that's just not that just doesn't have. I mean, it was pretty high score. It was. Really I will high say, score. if there was any tournament that Cam Smith would have been the Most first scoring. major he won, I feel like the the British Open was perfect for him. Like, yeah. Where's I mean, he from? He got close at the exactly. majors. So Australia. He's Australia. Australia. Yeah. Okay, I know. Is Australia is like? Is it easy from like the big city, like Sydney? Or... From, uh, well, he was born in Brisbane. Okay. Okay. Well, it's like with Australia, it's like I know of Sydney. And uh, Ambury, something, 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 Wallaby Lane Way that that Dory knew oh and finding Nemo. East Sherman, forty-two, yeah. Wallaby Way. Oh, Ellen, how far you have fallen! Now, I have a question. Since you're a first-time guest, and I like to ask first-time guests, absolutely, fire uh, away. So, in it, it all, it's with sports. Who's your favorite uh, athlete, and kind of what is your fandom? Because um, I have a feeling it's very like Cheeseman's, possibly. So yeah, I, I would. I'd have to say, in terms 
uh, I guess favorite athlete of all time um, for his antics, honestly, pretty good player, unpopular opinion here in Cincinnati, unless you're rooting for blue. I'm going to have to go with JP Makura. Um, yeah, baby. Just uh, he, he was that guy that you love having on your team, but he was an absolute dickhead when you were playing against him. And, you know, for that, I can appreciate that. Um, okay. I honestly, I, I followed college basketball, the NFL, uh, tennis and golf are the four sports I follow pretty okay. heavily. I'm tr- I try to get into baseball. Um, there's Good just luck. always too much shit going on that I, I can't keep up with it, but um. it, it's a real, so the thing about baseball is, and I think, I don't know, I, I think Daryl and Cheeseman will agree with me is that there is, it's the hardest sport to kind of like get through that barrier. If you're not, if you don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because football me- and basketball, there's basketball has the thing that there's always same thing with hockey. There's mm-hmm. always something going on. There's always motion. There's always movement. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know, with football, honestly, I don't care when a game is long, as long as it's interesting, but like with baseball, yeah. you got to love it. Well, I also think if you look at baseball and you look at like football and basketball, um, especially football more, but you know, NFL, they're playing 16 games. One game is much more meaningful than 162 game season. So yeah. for that reason, I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like watching the playoffs in the world series, but I, I just can't follow it for 162 games. That's yeah. Especially with the Reagan uh, organization, like the Reds, that's uh well, uh, that is just painful yeah. to do. But. <laughs> I, I would tell you if the Braves I, – I, I watched baseball in the, you know, the prime, the well, the end of the Barry Bonds era of Vlad, Vlad, Vladdy Sr., you know, Melvin Mora, all those guys. And why is Melvin Mora the player that I brought up out of everybody that played in the MLB? At the, what the fuck? Anyway – like if the I got back into baseball around about 2015, 2016 when the Braves got like when you know Freddie was starting to catch fire and <clears throat> then you had Dansby, Ronnie, Ozzy coming in and all kind of stuff like that. If the Braves weren't good, I would not I wouldn't give a damn about baseball right now. Like real talk. I I follow it so closely because the Braves are good. And it's the only reason why. Like I, I appreciate baseball for what it is, but like you said, between a hundred or one hundred and sixty-two game season, I, I can't, I, I can't do it. Absolutely, it's too much. It's it's too much. And like yeah. you know, of course, I have like a couple favorite players that I like to follow. And mm-hmm. I mean, I want Jesse Winker to do well this season. Very unfortunate, mm-hmm. and he couldn't stay with the Reds. But um, I mean, there's a couple players I'll follow and see how they're doing. But mm-hmm. I just. It's also, I don't know, especially in baseball. I feel like the organizations that can pay the most money are going to end up having the best teams. I mean, you look at the LA's, you look at the Yankees, like it, it's just, I mean, the Reds, they can't, they couldn't pay Castellanos. So he walked. So like Uh, what, what's Baltimore's, uh, what, what's their, their, their salary salary cap. Yeah. Cause, cause Baltimore all of a sudden is okay. The AL East is probably top to bottom. The best, like, I don't know if it's the best division in sports, but it kind of is I think at the moment. The Orioles are just a thing. They've been able to stack a bunch of young talent. Yes, they have. Yeah, they, for they, so build, they build through the draft. And they, also, like, to. I think they have a bunch of players at the same time all buying into building some type of culture. Yeah. And so everything's just falling 
to coming together perfectly Which for is them at the current great. moment. Mm. Which I, also, and I can understand that, but the thing, you know, the thing is, historically, it doesn't always work. You can buy the best team, but it doesn't always work out. No, for look at how long. Look at how long it took the Dodgers to actually win the World win the Series. World Series. They lost to who? They lose. They lost to who? The they lost to the Astros. Yeah, they but cheated, they, but the, still, the thing is, the Astros didn't spend yeah. half as much as the Dodgers did on that team. No, they definitely didn't. No, I mean, that that team has been that much for a long time. Yeah, and, and they only have one World Yankees Series. The last two decades. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually kind of true. <laughs> but because, but also, I think you know, historically, you could look. I I think I would look more at that. You know, the spending as mm-hmm. a way to win championships. Nowadays, it feels that things like you know, next gen stats that you know that all this, all these, these. Why am I blanking on the word all of a sudden? Why do I want metrics. to say saber? Why do I, I keep wanting to say saber metrics, and I'm like, that is such an old way to refer to that. <laughs> but, but essentially, that has changed kind of the way that these teams are building their teams. These organizations are building their teams. They don't have to. They don't have to rely on the big stars anymore. Thank you. I guess you know. Let's all thank Billy Bean for you know really him and uh, you know guys like Theo who really pushed for that kind. Thank of you, thing. Brad Pitt. Thank you, Brad Pitt. <laughs> you can say that all day, every day. Now, now get off that damn train, sir. It's not going to end well. You're too old to be oh, fighting. He's in that people. train movie, right? Well, is this Sandra <laughs> Bullock no in that too? too? Yes, she is. But also, think, look, that's her last talk- movie, isn't it? Because she said she was taking a break from acting. I, I thought. Know. Look. I don't know. I'm not, I'm a person who doesn't really like the blind side. Uh, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. It's not a good yeah, about Chris older, Sale. Definitely. Well, as I've gotten older, I, it has not aged well. No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's like, and then well, death is the real life story certainly hasn't aged well. You know, mm-hmm. Michael Oren. Um, look, man, there's nothing about that that was ever on the up and up. I'm sorry. No, it's just like from like the beginning. I'm like, are you telling me that uh, Sandra Bullock here and uh, what's his name? Uh, Kent, no, it's not Kenny Chesney. It's the other guy, Tim McGraw. Yeah, that guy. Are you telling me that they are uh, of the kindness of their heart doing all this? I don't think so. This no. is not. This is this is reality. <laughs> reality tells me they see dollar signs. Now, oh, yeah. now, anyways. Uh, I, the other thing is, I'm guessing also, you're also a Bengals fan, right? Absolutely. All right. So how do you feel about the current situation with uh, Mr. Jesse Bates? Because I know Cheeseman, thank God you don't have a Twitter. I, you know, I mean, he – I unpopular opinion, I, I still don't think he proved himself um, to be a consistent safety as people want him to be this past season. Don't get me wrong. He had some great games, but for the amount of money he wanted, um, I just don't see, you know, I'm not too faced by it, especially because honestly in the draft, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh, We stole that kid from Michigan. He's a hell of a player. Dax Hill. Yeah. And I think he's not, he's not going to be as good as Bates. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but you give the kid a little bit of time to develop. I think he'll be a hell of a player. Um, I I don't see Bates playing in training camp, and I see Bates sitting out um, being a little baby, to be completely honest with you. But I don't know. We'll see. I 
I don't know that franchising, I don't know that franchise tagging him was the right move. I don't know why they drug it out this long. I, I think they just should have let him walk and gone to free agency. I mean, something clicked in the heads this year of the management to where they're like, we can actually get some good people in free agency. I mean, we actually replaced our line this year. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I, I don't see him out of his own will playing in training camp or anything like that. So cheese, do you agree? I'm trying to find this, what they offered him here. Oh, well, I mean, a total of $4 million, if I'm not mistaken. It was over four million over the cap. Oh, I, I see. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let's see. They it was. Okay. I think it was they. They. But what was he? Oh, they only gave him four million more than if he had took the franchise tag. Oh. Four four million over, which would have been guaranteed. So that would have been like twenty million guaranteed. Okay. Twenty twenty one million guaranteed because I think he's getting like seventeen million, maybe or maybe it was thirteen million. No, I think it's thirteen million. So he would have gotten seventeen million guaranteed. So my thing is there. That means that the Bengals aren't trying to be cheap. And he said he wasn't trying to break the bank or anything. He was just, he wants to. So my thing is, who's, I'm more, if they're, that's out there that it was 17 million guaranteed and it's like five years. So who knows how much money that was going to be in total then. But the thing is, if you're not trying to break the bank, then why aren't you signing it? Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't, something doesn't stick. Stick there, and I think it could fall. Maybe they just don't think that he falls in because maybe they don't need him. You don't want to break the bank, and you're like, okay, well, here's this where he's like, okay, well, no, it's like, well, well, again, maybe they feel they don't need him moving forward, I guess, but then also, why franchise him? I mean, to franchise him because I guess they didn't expect Hill to fall to their fall into their lap like he did. I think they were hoping Linderbaum was going to fall into their lap, and when the Ravens traded up and took him, and then. They get there and then Daxton's there. It's like, okay. No, well, I mean, well, they they also are going to have to pay Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and yes, Higgins off their yeah. uh, fr- uh, hot freshman guy rookie contracts here in the next. And it, let's be honest, is it that, more valuable assets than Jesse Bates's. So, yeah. I mean, so, but, but Daryl, what is it that you always say about the salary cap? It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's bullshit. It is cap. But, Here's my thing about Jesse Bates. <laughs> Jesse Bates has never been an all-pro player at safety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that deal that he would have gotten, he would have been the third highest paying safety in the league. Right. If I'm not mistaken, there were four all-pro safeties every year. So what is he really going? What is this? What's the slant here? I don't understand where he thinks his value is. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, maybe maybe well, I'm like, mistaken. It's the Jamal Adams effect because Jamal Adams but, was great. In New, he had that one great season in New York, got a huge contract <clears> with Seattle, and he hasn't been relevant. See, here's the thing with Jamal Adams, though. Jamal Adams is a multiple-time all-pro player. That That's my problem with Jesse is that he's not, to me, not even on Jamal Adams' level. I think Jamal Adams is misused, which is a lot of the reason why he's so – He doesn't fit kind of with Seattle. I don't think he's a safety. I've always thought he was a linebacker. And I think he should have been moved to linebacker because he plays best when he plays in the box. But my thing okay. is, is my thing is this with Jesse Bates, like he's he's good. I'm not going to deny that. But is he an all pro level safety? Because that's the that's kind of the barometer we have to measure him on on the current market. If he would be the third highest safety her third highest paid safety in the NFL, is he the third best safety in the NFL? And is it worth the Bengals giving him all that money? When, like Josh just said, they just drafted um, 
I just forgot his name. Oh, buddy from Michigan. That's stupid. Hill. Come on, people. I've said it like six times. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, at what point? Okay. Because I'm starting to think about like where the hell was like Amari Cooper ranked as a wide receiver when he got himself a hundred million dollars from Dallas. Well, that's what I'm curious. Well, I mean, no, I, I, I'm just curious for like comparison to like who else has that kind of money. Is that because? Well, I guess he's probably looking at it like this. Look, the man, man, that uh, man still haunts me. All right, Daryl, what can I say? <laughs> it's oh, one of the many name? things that Dallas has done. It's like Zeke's contract. That was stupid as hell. I, I stand by that. It's the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. But you don't no, no you don't give these running no, backs second contracts that are that massive. Because look, okay, between the two of them, at the very least, it's not much. At the very least, Zeke plays just a little bit more. Because McCaffrey How many games is has Christian rare. McCaffrey played the last two seasons. Well, also, don't running backs have the shortest NFL lifespan, if you will? Like, it's don't like they, three and a half years. I was, I was about to say that's. The but here's the thing about here's the thing about Christian McCaffrey is like, and I think uh, I don't know who I was listening to in an interview talk about it, but um, it's like that apparently he's like reached out to like Marshall Falk, and like Marshall Falk has stressed to him that's like, dude, you don't need to be, you shouldn't be as like. As Both big up as you are is like don't be too as much bulk up as you are exactly because like it like Marshall as Marshall Falk put it he's like there were seasons when I was having there were years where I was having my best seasons that if you'd seen me without my shirt off you would not have thought I was like an NFL player he's like look I at Maurice look, Jones Drew yeah 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 <laughs> that dude look at the size of guys like Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon exactly God, that's by the way. uh MJD, that's the guy who I always wonder what would he have done on a team that wasn't the Jaguars, you know? Yeah, he yeah. I, yeah. That's yeah. A, that was that was such wasted talent. Like it, I hate that like for you him. One thing but... caused a lot of problems for the Colts back then. God, <laughs> I hated playing against the fucking Jaguars because of him. Him and David Garrard. Yeah. David Garrard <sighs> always gave the Colts problems. I have a fondness for that era of the NFL. I hate that his back got fucked up like it did. Because I really I think he would have. I wish Peyton Hillis wouldn't have gotten the Madden curse. That dude was dirty. <laughs> God, what did he? Didn't he have like two seasons where he was he was pretty good for two seasons, and then he got the Madden just, curse. He was on the cover. Yeah. Madden he, like, he wanted like a huge contract. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. You know, it's funny. I remember. The day that they they announced who was going to be on that Madden cover, it was uh, ESPN's. Do you remember the show Sports Nation? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Colin Cowherd and uh, Colin Cowherd and Michelle, Michelle Beadle, Beadle, which yep. was the only time I've ever stomached Colin Cowherd. You know where it was well, like he wasn't okay, allowed to fully be an asshole on there. Like exactly. Was... Plus, like Michelle Beadle, who by the way, you know the story about Michelle Beadle and CM Punk. No, I do not. What? Oh, so they they used to be friends because she's a Mark, right? Mm, uh, that doesn't shock me. Well, the funny thing is, is like they're not friends anymore because apparently AJ Lee didn't like her, or how you know. To be uh, honest, I don't buddy blame buddy her. they were, how buddy buddy they were. Her and after Phil. that story came out about her and Aaron Rodgers at that Christmas party, I, I could I believe mean, in it. Yeah, know. yeah. Either she way, she's weird. also she's also a diehard San Antonio fan, so I'm like, I'll give her, I'll give her a leeway on that. <laughs> I'll give her leeway. Anybody, anybody who is gets like half a pass, uh, you know. It's like, oh no, no, I was gonna make a terrible joke. I'm not even gonna go there. Go ahead, man. Anyways, 
Okay, so I will. I will. Oh, Daryl, your face. I don't know how you're going to react. It's like if R. Kelly was a San Antonio. Okay, <laughs> never mind. You know what? Let's. Yeah, I would right. say instead of being at a, instead of being in the whole negative a thousand with me, he'd be negative nine hundred ninety-nine. But that's it. He'd still be in the negative. It's just it would be point one. Look, man, it's universal. OJ gets it. If he was a San Antonio fan, it would be That's like my bad for even asking you. To I told you not to it. let me to let to let me. So go. Chris Sale had to leave the first game, Thank the you, first Chief. inning of a game after his hand got smashed. Yep. That wait, that how did he there, smash his hand? A uh, ball came, came right back to him right? and nailed him. Yep. Because I missed that. Holy shit! Mm. He has the shittiest luck I think of any player. But yeah, it, it's almost funny. How he he bitched his way out of Chicago and tearing the jersey up, and it just has not gone right for him ever since. Was he a part of that Red Sox team that won that World Series back when? What year was that? Twenty seven? No, eight. Damn. I I have completely lost track of time. I well, I always feel like you need like you need to be like at least five years removed from like championships to like remember them in order. Okay, so it was 2018 when they last won the World Series. Yeah, against okay. the Dodgers. Was 2017 um, the Indian or sorry, the Guardians? My bad, the Guardians. That's the one the Cubs won. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. When okay. yeah, Cleveland blew that blew that three one lead. I'm still blowing a three one lead in basketball. I guess is kind of understandable because that's still bad. But in baseball, it's even worse than me because like, especially the way Cleveland did it, especially in Game Seven where they were up like what. They up like four to one and ended up losing that game. Or was it something like that? I can't. Yeah, remember. it was the greatest game seven in a long time because it it kept being close. They had to mm-hmm. stop in like the seventh because of a rain delay. That and was they it. started yeah. back up like an hour and a half later, and it just kept going mm-hmm. to extra innings back and forth. It was awesome. Speaking of the best World Series game I've ever watched, without a doubt, is definitely the the Dodgers and Red Sox in that 2018 series. That that one where Nathan Avaldi went like. He ended up going like eight innings in relief or some shit like that. And then ended up going to like, I know that game, I went to sleep before the game even went off. I went to like the 18th inning. I couldn't, I couldn't stay up anymore. I can't remember what happened in that one, but. Oh, what, you know what, you know I what, the, I think game seven uh, was, it, it might've been game seven with the, with St. Louis and the Rangers. Hmm. Was it that? Because I know that series went set. That World Series went. That was the the, the second that one that the Rangers made. Had the Rangers should have won it. Oh yeah, they were literally a strike away from winning. I the know, Rangers can't I sat have and watched. Nice. Well, have you seen their stadium? That fact that what do you call it? That warehouse that the they one that they just built and paid all that money for just for it to look ugly as though. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a warehouse. <laughs> like why the fuck know? would you? I I. If you're gonna pay all that money for a stadium, right? Yeah. This and this even to the ones that were built in like the mid 2000s or whatever, make it look nice so that it ages well. Don't build a stadium that's gonna age out in like two years. What is the best stadium? What's the best park in baseball? Really? Historic to go to? I think historic is Fenway. I would okay. Have to say. Uh, all right. How about like in terms of okay? Because you're right. In it, it, it's probably it's Fenway and then Wrigley in that order for. Sure. for but like, uh, I guess in terms of experience or just you know enjoying the actual game and kind of the the, the way the stadium itself looks, the way it's you know designed or whatever. 
Fenway. I'm biased, so I can't speak on that. Yeah, I've only been to Tampa Bay, uh, the Reds, and the Cardinals. Um, How much does Tampa Bay Stadium suck? It sucks so hard. It's it's small. It's Tampa Bay. It's not that nice. Um, Okay, thank you. I I just needed to confirm that. It looks like I, ass on TV, and I could just only imagine. See, San yeah. Francisco's yeah. looks like it's the most like because it's right there by the bay, and it just looks nice. I think the Dodgers have a pretty nice stadium too. I would have to say one of the California teams, the Pirates. I, the Pirates, I, yeah, I'm gonna say the too. Pirates. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's right there on the rivers. Yeah, uh, you know what? Definitely I not do, great I, American. I can actually. Say, I've been to. I've been to Minute. I've been to Minute Maid Park a few times. Actually, really have you nice read the train? No, no, I, I've actually never been there for actual baseball, which is funny. I've only ever been there for concerts, and it's a fucking uh, great place to watch a concert. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. But that's about as much as I know about that one. So yeah, yeah. But speaking of which, Anthony, what's your opinion? I've never asked this. What's your opinion on that hill that used to be out in center field? Because I've heard varying opinions on that. I don't care enough. You know what okay. I mean? It's one. Of, well, no, no. What I mean gotcha. is like. What I mean is like it's one of those things where I'm like. But does this actually, is this like something we should be arguing about? You know what I mean? I always fucking hated it. I've always passionately hated that hill. Why? Because it's head ass. (laughs) Like the thought of like being a center fielder and having to deal with a whole hill behind you that no other park has that you have to run. It's it's like all the foul ground in in, uh, Ricky Ricky Henderson. Why? Why it's po- it's fucking pointless. There's no need for it. Fuck it. No. Okay. I hate it. Okay. Well, Absolutely hate it. Okay. All right. Well. Anyways, Reds fans, how how, how great's Joey Votto? He's on TikTok now. Um, he's really trying to take off his TikTok career. I mean, when the dude's played, that. when the dude plays good, I feel like his pay is what he should be paid. Um, but. You're almost guaranteed a strikeout at some crucial point or multiple crucial points during the season. Uh, you know, the Reds could make the playoffs. It's not mathematically impossible. Yeah, okay. I said I, math- I said it wasn't mathematically <laughs> impossible. I never said it would happen. I said they could. I've seen angels in the outfield. I know how this happens. Well, honestly, the Brewers, the Brewers are normally <clears throat> pretty far ahead of everyone they're they're only three games ahead of uh cards yeah so it, God, it's those pesky cardinals man our division sucks our division might be the worst in baseball mm-hmm. and they used it's to have the like, astros in it too which made it even worse i know what's not the ao central oh god ass. no the ao central is, is hot garbage <laughs> what Let's, the, i me... think the ao central is even worse I need to see the – I want to see the combined record of the AL Central. Cheeseman, I'm going to give you numbers. You add them up for me. I don't want to. Well, <laughs> you should because I don't want to either. I'm bored. Actually, so, the AL Central is – So the AL Central, like the Twins are, are sitting at the top of there. That's pretty fucking bad. How many wins um, do they have? They're 50 and 43. So they have more than the Brewers as of the other night because the Brewers only had 49. And then Kaufman's Royals are 36 and 56, and that's good. Well, the Royals are a fucking mess, and they should have never won that World Series, but they kept the Mets from winning one, so I'll, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm happy with it. Fuck Mike Piazza on the you team. Know, 
No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you something, though, Daryl. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, because I felt the mm-hmm. same way at the time. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, mm-hmm. I might want the Mets nope. to win. Nope. Only, no. Only you know, do you know Under why? Under no circumstance. No, 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 no. Do you know why? Absolutely oh, there's not. only one. There I know why. I know why. Because Kaufman. But yes, but I the, need to get gauntlet. one of those. I need one of those fucking things off of that goddamn gauntlet because I can't stop <laughs> looking at it. And it his, so just so you understand, our friend has this photo of himself as Thanos with the gauntlet. And on every goddamn knuckle, he has a different team that he's claimed that he's a fan of on it, it that has won a championship. Granted, like at least three of them don't count. But so is it the Chiefs, the the Chiefs, the Royals, the, Royals, the Braves, the Avalanche. That's, that's not bullshit. his team. That's not that's his bullshit. fucking team. Doesn't he have that it on Avalanche there, one is bullshit? Yeah, I think because yeah, he updated it, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he I'll did. Be honest in mm-hmm. hockey, I feel like unless you live in the hometown, you're you're a bandwagon fan for yeah. some reason. Like I like the Vegas Golden Knights solely because they have golden helmets and they're mm-hmm. good. Um, no relation or anything to the team, but I like their uniform, so therefore I root for them. It's like it's. I don't think I root for anyone in hockey, like specifically, but I like to watch it. Yeah, it's fun to watch. It. That's. Well, it, it, it's fun to watch. It's just I don't follow it. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, there you I don't go. understand that's, it that's at all. Fun part. I, I understand like hockey. It's hard for me to get into it. I get. I don't know. I guess with everything else going on, I always just put hockey to the the back burner, and I just never I just really get pick into up, it. I just keep yelling them. Just pick up the puck and throw it in the net, for God's <laughs> sake. Hockey and soccer, I'm the same way with both of those. Okay, sports. I'll say this, though. Soccer mm-hmm. is a hell of a time when you see it live, mostly because everybody is hammered and beers flying everywhere. And oh, I, I can only imagine. Oh, it's great. Well, I've, well, I've been watching. I saw a World Cup game a few months ago here in mm-hmm. uh, in Austin at the Austin FC Stadium, uh, and it was uh, the USA and Jamaica, and it got wild. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was real fun. It's a fun I've been watching experience. the Women's Euro Cup that's been happening right now, and it's been good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in women's soccer, I always, I just, I don't know, I enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. It's like women's women tennis. are way I better enjoy... at soccer than okay, men. Well, and that's no, just a fact. I... Okay, I've uh, so I then I have to ask, I have to ask Josh, women's or men's tennis, which do you prefer? Men's for sure. Okay. Um, that's just women's tennis is good. Yeah, I I will say in women's tennis, typically the more skilled athlete will win. Um, that's why you don't see a lot of upsets in women's tennis a lot per se, but in men's tennis, it's whoever's having the better day, who's ever having the better week is, is, is going to win. Um, I mean, Nick Kyrgios, just example from the, from Wimbledon, yeah, what a terrible he was playing out of his mind and Djokovic is, <laughs> yeah. he's just so athletically gifted and such yeah. a good tennis player that like, and, and, even when Kyrgios is playing his best, like Djokovic, Djokovic is just too good. Like, it, it's it's really who's having the better day or the better week. Um, and honestly, I saw that in college too. I beaten some people I shouldn't have beaten uh, on paper. I was supposed to get my butt kicked, um, but I've also lost to people I shouldn't have lost to on paper. It, it's it's whoever's having the better day. It's it's an interesting sport for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I do feel like we were robbed of the of the Nadal of the of what we should have had, and instead we got. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, I yeah. 
Nadal couldn't have beat Kyrgios. And in my mind, that's why he withdrew. Um, yeah. He was injured, but also yeah, yeah. Kyrgios was playing. And Kyrgios has Nadal's number for sure. Um, I just don't think he could have beaten him. And I, he was injured. Was it yeah. the easy way out? Absolutely. Um, but I, just he, don't he, I, I guess, you know, he just, if you're injured and you know you're going to lose, then. I mean, you're catching a bag regardless. I think if you made it to the semis, <laughs> yeah. it was like. Well, and you know he's coming off of, uh, off of his win, and and, and so he's he's still kind of. The funny thing is, uh, what that uh, Jokic is uh, banned from Australia for how long? How many years? I don't know. I mean, he. I thought he, it was like three until he years? gets the vaccine. I'm not sure. I mean, I well, think it's I think he got in trouble because of like he got in trouble with the actual. I, I almost said continent with the with the country. Uh, so I, I don't think he's allowed back in for like a, a few years because he's not going to be, he's not going to be able to compete in the Australian open for a while. Yeah. Which is that definitely sets him back on, on his timeline to catch up to certain people. Yeah. Jump certain people. Yeah. I, um, I actually, he might have the most majors won at this point after winning Wimbledon. I think he's won. Nadal, Nadal is two. I want to say it's 32, 31, 30 on majors one, but let me fact check that real quick. Okay. Um, yeah. So at that point, though. he's just, he's just increasing his well, name. It, um, so the era of tennis that we've lived in is so in terms of like grand slam titles, mm-hmm. uh, Nadal's number one, 22. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Jokic is one behind him, and then Federer is one behind him. And it's okay. Funny. I had it mixed up then. Okay, because those three, that that's your one, two, and three, and then like it's Pete Sampras, and like he's six behind Roger Federer at, at right. this point. Like we think about the trio of of ten, of men's t- of these of tennis players that we've watched for like the last fifteen years, and just how absolutely utterly dominant they have been. Like, oh, yeah. it's 63 that's 63 grand, grand slam titles between just those three men they will be the best trio in tennis ever there will never be any yeah. any three better than them combined i guarantee yeah. it um i guess people can make the argument that people are getting more athletic but it's like yeah but, but to but to what at what point do it does it kind of like exactly it's who's having a better day. exactly yeah. yeah and like you know like especially with like Federer and Nadal I mean Djokovic look how old these guys are and they're it's honestly like the majors are like honestly even dispersed evenly dispersed throughout their careers it's not like they were like super super top heavy or super bottom heavy it's like no they consistently win them throughout the years because they are the best in the game and it's it's nuts it's crazy I I can always see Nadal winning another Wimbledon or winning oh for sure you know oh it's a clay surface (laughs) Then of course he's gonna he's gonna do well. That's kind of his thing. That's where he that dude's a freak. I think his resting heart rate's like thirty six beats per minute or something like that. He's just an absolute freak of nature. It, it blows my mind. It's just you know again the, the, those three. Uh, so I also have to I I'm all, since you're the only person here who does really do the tennis thing. I don't know, Daryl. How much do you follow tennis? I used to be real big into it when when Federer and Nadal were going back and forth. Okay, um, yeah, that was a fun back time. in the mid two thousands. But I kind of got out of it around the time when Djokovic got big. 
kind of picked up on it again, but I haven't really been watching the last couple of years that this so kind of and Venus kind of tapered off. Y'all saw Ash Barty, right? A few months ago. Like mm-hmm. she's like she was the she was the world number one who retired at 25. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, mental yeah. issues or whatever. Yeah. For mental how but yeah. like just the idea is like how nuts is it? Like she was the first Australian to like actually win the Australian Open. Yeah. In like 40 years, <laughs> which is again great. But it's like it I don't know. I don't know. I just it's weird like when when you see an athlete leave that not not just leaving their sport, but leaving it while they're at literally the top of it of the people. Yeah. It it's That's- it's crazy. I she was and again, like I think Serena and Venus are for the most part retired. Um, and, and, you know, you're going to see these up and coming people start to be number one, but Barty's always been really good. Um, and you're right. Like who knows why she did it? I mean, of course she can give reasons, but I mean, she she has to, yeah, exactly. Arguably playing the best tennis she ever will be. Um, she was at her peak for sure. I mean, because there's no more after this with her retirement. So it's like, how good could she have gotten? It's like, who knows? I don't know. But I've been enjoying kind of I'm not a big fan of Djokovic real quick. I just got to go back to that. Yeah, I've never I never have been growing up. And then with this whole. You either love him or hate him. I that's a good point. I'm either way. Like I respect him for how good of an athlete he is. But like as a person, I, I don't know. I just. I yeah, I guess I guess we'll put it like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I he's a hell of a player, but like in terms of like not even what they do as a person, because I'm sure they're all great guys. I mean, I've never met all any of them in person, but like I don't know. I just feel like in terms of like being with the crowd and stuff, I feel like Federer and Nadal have always been more the crowd favorite, um, the crowd pleaser rather yeah. than Djokovic, who's just like so like damn they, good, but they kind of have a little bit of fun with it as opposed yeah. to it feels oh, like Djokovic is always like on the defensive. Oh, for like, sure, for sure. Is a, it's, it's an interesting way to exist, I, I think. Josh, um, let me ask you. Oh, what were you about to say, Anthony? No, no, no. That that's literally it. Okay, I had a question going back into golf. How do you feel yeah. about this whole live thing? Oh, and oh, I love. How it. do you? You love it. Yeah, I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, I I think sports are always evolving. Um, golf has always been a gentleman's sport. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you see some of these, like, interviews post-golf tournaments. Um, I can't think – I can't remember who they were interviewing, but um, I can't, it was a, a Spanish player. And they were interviewing him after Liv. And they were like, when you miss a shot of when you hit a bad shot, do you cuss in Spanish or in English? He's like, if it's really bad, I'll cuss in Spanish. But he's like, if it's in English or if it's not too bad, but I can get away with it, I'll cuss in English. I was like, that is hilarious. But if I'm looking at it as a pure business decision, I'm absolutely going with live. Like getting paid $200 million over five years to golf. Um, hmm. It's the Saudi oil money so of course all these contracts are going to be awesome and i kind of like how they actually do the live golf tournament um Mm -hmm. it's teams and you're like placed on different teams with different people 
which I think is super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, while these guys are going to play these tournaments, instead of playing like the FedEx cup or like playing the four majors, they only, they can't play in the, um, I think the only one they can't play is the PGA because it's actually sanctioned by USG or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But, you know, they can still play the three others. I mean, look at Dustin Johnson. He, Finished pretty high finish here. So finished open. New thirteen uh, under, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, okay. he was like so he thirteen was... under. I think he like tied for seventh. Um, he led at one point go... during the oh. tournament, if I'm correct. Right? He was sorry. Did he lead at one point? Yeah, he was up there. Okay. Um, okay. He was. Yeah. He was doing really well. I don't know. I'm sure he was co-lead. I don't know if anyone actually solely. Uh, Rory was solo leading for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But. I don't know, man. I mean, like if it's a, if it's a pure business decision, how, how can you say no? Like, mm-hmm. that's my thing. Um, I think my issue, and we've talked about it on here before with Liv is that I, the thing I hate about it is I don't hate the, I, well, I hate the presentation of Liv. I think it's. Well, okay. Childish. I hate the visual. Presentation. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That, that's it does rough. look cheesy. It's on YouTube. It's like streamed on YouTube. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. come on. like if you have this much money, at least put it on regular TV. Thank you. But uh, my main problem with live is not that it, it exists or that it happened. I think for me, it's the way they've tried to bullshit the reasoning for leaving and going to live. Right. Yeah. Like for DJ to be like, oh, I want to I want to be able to 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 not have to play golf my whole life. when he's made 70 million dollars in earnings over his career in the tournament, unless you know, you've been just absolutely stupid with your fucking money. It's hard to waste 70 million fucking yeah. dollars. Plus the endorsement deals that he's gotten exactly. and things of that nature. Then, like, of, you know, <laughs> you know it's kind of the way they treat. It's it's more so, I'd be much more, I, I'd act, I, I, I mean, personally. I, if you just told me you wanted the you money, I'd be fine with it. Exactly. Yeah. So, And that's the thing. At the end of the day, these guys are doing it for monetary and reasons that's, and I mean, that i understand far more than any of the other reasons that they come that they try to sell me and it's just why is it so hard to just say yeah. it just say it that's all my, my my thing is i don't want a participation trophy and i damn sure don't want to rely on other people for golf oh, is mainly meant to be an yeah. individual sport i'm not gonna rely on two to three other guys that I could have the best round of my life. But if these other guys suck and I come in dead last, I'm going to, I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to take my nine iron and I'm going to beat the living fuck out of them with it. But here's the thing. Life is going to ban you. There's there's two separate prize pools. There's an actual like single prize pool. And then there's a team prize pool. So you can still shoot the best and you'll be rewarded for that. And there Um, is a guaranteed Essentially, essentially, you're gonna win money. But no and that's the what. thing is, it's like it's like we grown up. Everyone's now having a problem with everyone getting these participation trophies, and and yet, so here these guys are essentially getting participation money. Yes, here's one hundred twenty thousand dollars for sucking. I'm like, uh, I don't want that. I don't. I don't <laughs> okay. want. If I'm coming okay. last, I don't want I you to it. give me money. Well, no, like, I, I get it. I don't want your money. I want to come back and win. So that's, that's where I understand what Josh says. Like from a, from purely like as a business standpoint it does make sense mm-hmm. uh but more so like if, if you're looking for tradition and competition and like you know the, the way that you're used to seeing golf played mm-hmm. historically for the last however many hundreds of years 
Yeah. Then you have the PGA. Mm-hmm. I'd, rather be, I think, there. I'd I think, rather be the best in the world there than the third rate guys that are going over there. Huh? Well, until until the that's third rate guys aren't the only ones over there. That's that's the that's that's my curiosity there. It's just I I'm I'm a believer that I think that that it live has the intention of of making it. I just mm-hmm. it's like I don't think that live like the idea that they were trying to that they're trying to get their points to count towards like world golf ranking. I don't think that should be a thing because they don't play the same game essentially. Right. You know, exactly. Uh, but it it's it's a it's just there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of strings attached to all of this. And also, like, if I'm on a team with guys I don't works. like, you can bet your sweet ass <sighs> I'm going to throw that tur- throw that tournament. <laughs> God, I'm gonna be fucking like, Bryson, with my putter, trying to drive one with my putter. See how far that they're goes. They're both over. They, they both went to live, didn't they? That's another thing. Yeah. Like the live got the most insufferable people, people to go over there between oh, Bryson, yeah. Phil, Brooks, DJ, like fucking Sergio. Oh. Phil is Pat quite Perez. The guy. Well, because God, I mean, okay, well, th- think about the guy who who's who organized all of it. Well, well Greg Norman's just pissed off as, and salty. As, I was so. gonna say that. I mean, okay, I do understand his beef. If you look mm-hmm. at the history of that he's got with the PGA, mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's it's I don't know. It's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Like again, it's not gonna really affect how I watch the PGA. Or the majors or any of that stuff. Really. Because that's the only one we're able to watch because no one's going to actively go out and seek to live golf. Well, I, did, thing, I though, watched one like, round and then didn't watch any of The one else. thing I saw was that one hit when Bryson DeChambeau almost killed that guy with his with his uh, tee shot. Oh, is it that's, yeah. the, the, that's the most just... I've ever watched to live. It's just him almost killed. So I'm like, well, that's enough of that. That's where that comes in, and you know it's a very awkward Larry David moment. Uh, but no, I, think, I, mean, I think at the end of the day, these the the people who have traditionally watched golf, um, whether it be like older people, I, I think they're upset because it takes away the I'll use my own word prestige from golf that it had. Yeah, um, and and I think that's why there's so much abrasion to it, but. I'm also more upset at who they're doing it with. I don't want anything to do with those people. So that's that's another can of worms. Point of yeah, contention. (laughs) That's a whole other can of worms. That that, that, that's the politics portion of it. Which I know. I just wanted to be sure we all agreed that. Well, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Look. Okay. Sports washing isn't great. There's no doubt about that. But as it stands, but you know what is great? You know what is great? Oh. Power washing your deck. That that's just a fun, satisfactory feeling. <laughs> Get the power wash and just blast the shit out of your deck. I don't know. I honestly would say if we're gonna talk about like power keeping washing. the house clean, I'll say diamonds when you cut the yard, when you go one way the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Year. I think that's a little bit yeah. more better than uh power washing. But okay. I mean, you feel like a god, but that's like you just get someone, you see someone coming you don't like, boom, now you're blind. So much water coming at your face. <laughs> that's I. Yeah, nothing with power I, washing I is like after the first couple of lines. Cheese, but... I'm starting to notice you're a very violent person. Yeah, yeah everything you do, everything that you do really, really does come back to violence in some Don't provoke way. me then, you know? Nobody that's, provoked that's, you to say that, though. The message of this entire podcast is don't provoke me. 
But look, if, if I'm going to ever use my my all right. uh, the any of the psychology that I've learned in school that I, I I'm going to I'm going to make one diagnosis. Every you have everything you do or say, there's a lot of aggression to it in it. Underlying I've always aggression. been the smallest. I've always been the smallest guy around. So I've always got to back up somehow. Oh, you got a Napoleon complex? No, I'm 5'11". Uh, he was 5'8". Okay, okay, okay. Just so you understand, I, I, I'm currently listening to an episode on uh, uh, Napoleon, so that's why he's in my head. Yeah, he was uh, taller than everyone thinks, right? He was yes. like 5'8". Yes, he was 5'8". You're right. He wasn't... Back then, that would have been pretty tall. Yeah, yeah, back then, that would have been very tall. So he was I above average height. I think it's just because like the dude that was painting his portrait like legit had a problem with him or something, so he's he just made him short. Cheeseman, he'd still be taller than Ulysses. <laughs> Our buddy Ulysses is like five three. He was a unit. Ulysses was a unit. He's five yeah. three. No, no, we have a no, we have a friend named Ulysses. Oh, oh yes, yes. you're talking about Ulysses S. Grant. Oh no! Oh, God, no. <laughs> he was a powerhouse. Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, wait, why are we talking about a president? I was like, I don't even think. Oh like, no! Fun fact: like he's not dead. He chills with us on the regular basis. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Ulysses, where Ulysses as Grant had a Walt Disney situation where uh, his head got frozen, and now we now he's our friend. We pass right, his cheese? head around from time to time just to hear okay. the old stories. I'm done with the bit, cheese. I'm done the days of the Confederacy, how they failed. <laughs> All right, uh, Josh, how close do you follow the NBA? Um, That's a question there. You know, because I feel like I, there's a lot we could talk about there. The, oh, for oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, what are your thoughts on high tops? High tops? High tops? Oh, high top, like the shoes? Yes. I mean, I hear they're being banned in the NBA now. Really? I don't know. Really up are as we they? go. Oh, no, so I'm is, just this, is this 1985? What the fuck? Wait, I was about to ask, did like <laughs> a, a news thing drop all of a sudden? But uh, no, uh, Interesting yeah. piece of information. Jeez, uh, been... You know, kind of kind of the same thing. I like, I like okay, so I will say I will not miss the NBA playoffs because mm-hmm. um, not that everyone's not trying during the regular season. I, I think NBA gets this false um, – false identity that they don't try during the regular season. Um, and then if you actually go to an NBA game, you just realize how yes. skillful and athletes these people mm-hmm. actually are. So mm-hmm. it makes it look like they're not trying when in reality, they're just that good that it does look like they're not trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I will watch the playoffs. I, I love, I love the super teams um, that they're trying to form. I heard Kyrie might go to what the, um, the Suns now. Like, Whoa. wait, holy shit. I don't like, so it, what it's is going on with Kyrie right now, Daryl. He's I, apparently he wants to stay in Brooklyn now. Really? Wait, what? When did that nobody wants him? I thought he because wanted to be in the Suns. There's only one team that wants him. He wanted to be in LA, but so this is part of the the recent news that came out with Russ and him firing his agent because his agent told him to 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 accept that player option because if he didn't nobody would want him at the money that he's getting paid by LA. Right. And so he doesn't want to be in LA but his agent kind of told him and there's no really there's no interest around the league. I don't know if something came out where a team did want Russ that would have paid him that same money to where he could have gotten out of LA but now Russ is pissed off with this agent and now once out of LA. 
The problem with the with the Russ and Kyrie switch is that the Lakers don't have the assets outside of Russ to get that deal done because they oh, don't want to move THT. Twenty five and a twenty seven. Yeah, they don't have any first, first round, round picks. Pick. All of them are the Pelicans, so they're fucked. And the Lakers are basically stuck with the roster that they have right now. And from Kyrie's standpoint, I guess he's like, well, if I can't get traded to the Lakers, there's no there's nowhere else I really want to go that really is going to deal with my bullshit. And so Kyrie was like, he posted some pictures on Instagram the other day of like fans and like Kyrie Nets jerseys and stuff like that. And then it was like him like in his jersey and he wants to come back. I and I, I think the Nets are going to run it back. To be honest, I don't. I don't oh, see any no, team I, being able to trade for Eaton at this point. They have to. The Rudy Gobert trade fucked up everything. He Rudy Gobert yet again fucked up the whole league. And it, Rudy, go away. Yet again. Now look at that man. If only he'd done it in March, <laughs> like he did the last time. Jesus Christ. Okay, I know we rag on the man a lot, but come mm-hmm. on, like bro, that trade the the Jazz. Pulled off one of the the well, biggest you finesse. The Knicks, you saw what the Knicks asked for, or the the Jazz asked the Knicks for for Donovan Mitchell. No team is willing to give up six first six round picks first for Donovan Mitchell and players. No, for a guy that can't a six foot one shooting guard that doesn't want to play defense is because I don't think it's a thing if he can. He just it's see, an effort. The thing problem is that somebody bit the first time on that first deal. So Danny Ainge is, is putting out there. He's trying to see what he can get. But see, now it's not Danny Ainge because now every other GM in the league, like oh, okay. Nets, yeah, yeah, Sean yeah, Marks is thinking everything up. Yeah, if you if you want KD, if Rudy Gobert was getting four first round picks and three players, then KD, I'm getting about I'm getting so your whole team's future. Your roster, <laughs> give me just send your roster. Over give me everything, and he can go and you know you can sign a bunch of players at the minimum. Mm-hmm. They can run it back, and they'll still get swept out of the first round again. Might not by yeah. by Celtics, but they'll I don't think they'll get swept in the first round. I don't. Uh, do, nope, you know what the curiosity, year. you know, but you know what the curiosity is here, though. Well, we mm-hmm. don't know that because who knows how they're going to be uh, health wise. You know, well, we know Kyrie's missing half the season just on principle alone. So, mm. uh, but no, I think the, the big question mark is obviously going to be Ben Simmons. Can he still walk? <sighs> Oh, he's working out now. He's he's back on the he's back on the men. I I think I think Philadelphia fucked that man up. I I think a lot of that's going to be irreversible. Oh yeah, they they totally like in terms of you know, of of the mental side of his game. That's I, I think it's right over. now it seems like it's shot. Yeah. Until he I see him play again. No. And and, and you know. That's neither here nor there for anybody to judge on, of course, but to succeed in the NBA, to succeed at that kind of a level, you got to be, be got to be solid up there. Ben Simmons, the last it's just the last time he was on the court. It was bad. The last image we had of him was him passing up a dunk over <laughs> Trey Young because he quote thought that Trey Young was going to come and block his shot and they gave it to Matisse Thibault, who can't shoot a two-foot jump shot like that's bad man and then you sit out for a whole season you have this back injury but you don't tell anybody until you get traded then you get to you get to brooklyn you don't play the rest of the regular season Mm -hmm. then you get these videos that come out of you working out and talking shit you know to everybody in the gym and then you don't play you're on the sideline with that colorful ass shirt and he keeps saying that he's gonna come back 
that he's coming back, that he's coming back. And then game four comes and he's like, yeah, no. I'm good on that. So maybe he's all writing on the wall. Like, I don't know. But it, I mean, who? Okay, but whoever is handling the guy, whoever he has there, you know, you know what I mean. Like in Anthony, terms of his inner here's the problem like, with that. Point, Isn't Rich Paul his agent? So yeah. I think it's not. I don't think there's anything that anybody can do at this point. <sighs> so stupid. I just, I just think, I just don't think he's oh, no, but, in it. But that's what I mean. But that's what I meant. It's like at some point, it's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. He's probably. I mean, just not, think about you it. Know? You, you remember what happened to LSU, and and everybody yeah. kind of brushed it off because they were like, okay, it's the NIT, you know, whatever. He's not going to play. Then he gets to the NBA. He's hurt. I, he didn't play his rookie season, did he? No, because this that, that's when the whole him and Donovan Mitchell with the rookie of the year thing, that dumbass shit happened. I don't then want to know he gets, how much money that man's been paid either. I just don't even tell me how much. Hell, he's already well, he's on his what? Yeah, he's I on don't his want to know. first max contract. I don't want to know. And he's probably going to get another one. Because the, he, the NBA just has the money that literally has the money to do it. Well, here. Josh, this is something I wanted to ask you about, but you being a you know a business guy, you and cheese. For sure. Uh the lockout. How 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 I guess this would be a better – I know Cheese follows the NBA a little bit more. How, how close do y'all think a lockout is next year with all of these guys holding out for, you know, trades and stuff like that, signing these max deals and then a year later wanting out and all of these leaving. things? Yeah, uh, leaving and forcing their way out. I mean, you know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's it's a legal breach of contract. Um, but it's it's basically – it's how the organization is going to be judged by the public. And I think that's why um, they don't end up paying these contracts out Um, because if they did, everyone would do it. Um, But I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if there is a lockout here uh, in the next year, like you said, because people want this money and then they want to dip. Well, listen, buddy, you signed a contract. It's a legal obligation. It's kind of hard to break. So I, I, you know, it, it, it kind of pisses me off that these dudes are making this much money and then they're like, I'm, I'm not going to play. Like, I don't know. I almost wish in their contracts, they would say like, you have to play, but also like that probably becomes like a legal issue because if they were to get hurt or something like that, if they're like, I'm hurt, I can't play, but they're like, it's in your contract. You have to play. That's mm-hmm. too much liability on the organization. We'll so, see. But now you have guys that are literally signing max contracts, not getting They're hurt, leaving. and just being like, "Oh, I'm out after a year." Because well, well, Durant, look at when did Durant sign that contract? He signed back in 2019. For yeah. how many years? Okay, but but didn't he five sign? Years. Okay, five years. I'm sorry, man. Five years. At some point, like you can't ex. You like, and and you know, I'm all about. I, I prefer the player to make all the money that they could possibly make. But at mm-hmm. some point, look at what James Harden did. He destroyed a franchise on yeah. his way out because he didn't want to play there. Wait, he didn't want to play there anymore. And, and ultimately, his goal, you know, at least based on some reporting over the last year, his ultimate goal was always to end up in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Like that man had never had intentions of play. Like, and it's not just him. It's just like. At some point, you know the deal. The deal, you're getting paid all this money to just fucking play out the contract. Yeah. Unless it's, and, and, and I get 
forcing your way out of bad situations but the problem is it's now it's just a, a like a, a happenstance something that just it's a formality at this point for a player yes. to sign a contract and be like after two years i want out what what i think the issue is with the nba part of it is their max contract structure structure but a lot of it is is that I, actually, I think that's all of the problem because these players get better contracts with the team that they currently play with because that was the NBA's way of combating like the super teams coming together, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, here's the problem with that. As a player, if you sign to a five-year contract worth $200 million and you don't want to be there, a franchise commits to you. They don't go out and they don't build out the back end of the roster because they're paying you all that fucking money and they're under a cap system then you decide to leave because you don't want to be there. Like Bradley Beal, you know he's going to fucking ask for a trade. Oh, we all know yeah. that. I, oh, oh. That's, and the Wizards are fucked because That's like of it. one of the worst kept secrets like in the NBA. It, mm-hmm. It's just like everybody kind of is aware that it's going to happen. He only signed yeah. his deal because he could get the most money he can possibly get. And then adding a no trade clause to that contract. That so now he a, can okay, be like, that's the dumbest thing. Here, like uh, I don't understand that he's isn't he the only player with a no trade clause in the NBA right now? No, no. KD has one. He has not. KD has no trade. No, it's is it KD or Kyrie? I, guess I don't Kevin. think KD has a K. Does he? I yeah, he, yeah, because he was like, I'm not. That's why he picked what teams he yeah. wanted to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ky- he wouldn't. No, yeah. no, 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 no. He doesn't have one. I'm looking at it right now. Durant doesn't have a no trade clause in his. Then wait, oh, hold Brooklyn the fuck is, up. Wait a Brooklyn minute. Brooklyn is able to trade him whatever he wants. Then why in the fuck is Brooklyn handicapped to trading with the fucking Suns in the Heat? Fuck him. Because I think because I think part of it is also okay, but who actually has the assets that they want? But those are two teams that don't have them. I, that's, Oklahoma that's, City. That, that's the okay, teams that are at the bottom have all Thank the assets. You. True, but who's? It's a matter of also who's engaging with them. I'm pretty sure that all of those teams have thrown them an offer. I but the problem I is wouldn't. with the Nets is that they feel handicapped because now it was like that thing we talked about a couple of weeks oh. ago. Oh, every yeah. every other star player is yeah. looking at the Nets situation right now and thinking, "Why in the fuck would I want to go play there if they can't even keep their stars happy?" And this has been a repeat problem for decades with the Nets. So they have to keep KD and Kyrie happy, happy, even in the situation where they have to trade them. They're hand, they're 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 handcuffed to the to those two. It's that, so stupid because that's just not how mm-hmm. you run a successful fucking franchise. No, I'm sorry. Like at some point, you got to give up on the dream that people that you're gonna get these star players to come here and and just start fucking building an actual is, build something, which is kind of why. You want a Damian Lillard on your team. How many max contracts has he had? It's the second one. It's the second one. It's the second max mm-hmm. contract. But he, this Dude has had no intention of ever career. leaving a team where he's never going to win. Dude has never said, mm-hmm. all right, I want to get out of here now. Yeah. No, but even see, though. Laid out his he's okay, but, but see, he's okay with that. So I'm not going to judge him based on that because I – no, no, I'm I'm saying, it, like, some... we've been saying all these other guys, all these other guys, you know, oh, no, they I agree sign their match contracts and then they want to leave the next day. Dave, see, Lord, he signed his contracts. And he's like, all right, so two years. But, but, but I, I, so then, so I, then I should point this out though. The man does, the man does what everybody, you know, wants these stars to do, which is stay with a franchise, you know, through hell or high water and then immediately get shit on for doing it. 
<laughs> so you see what they win. But with Dame is a different with. situation though, because he's had multiple opportunities to just go like if he really cares about winning a championship, yeah. he's already gotten his max contract. Just yeah. He could go, go. anywhere. Yeah. But, see, but that's the thing was, though. But that's the thing though. Like maybe he maybe he likes where he is and he doesn't But then like you can't he, talk shit and be like, oh, they're not oh, doing oh, enough he, to get me any help. No, so that part, obviously, yes. You can't, you, if you're fine with staying there no matter what, then yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's just like, I, man, if I'm him, I look at the 450 fucking million dollars I'm getting paid and I'm saying fuck you to everybody who has an opinion about me, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I have 450 million reasons to not care. I wish I had that much money, guys. I wish. God, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. Wouldn't it be nice? With it's, Dame, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's just I just don't want to get. I don't want to see him get on Instagram and then yelling at people. At least I didn't run from the grind and making fun of Paul George <laughs> and Patrick Beverly. Which make fun of Patrick Beverly, if you will. But, but then to but some guys do, do want to win championships, and that's but you okay can't they say that, leave. and then. Like with him I, no, and no, Bradley no, Beal, like I don't want to hear it though. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. It's like mm-hmm. it, the same way that you don't want to be judged for you know just taking some money and being okay with that. Well, these guys want to go win championships. Let then be okay with that. Let them you know just stay off Instagram and count your 450 million dollars. <laughs> okay. It's just for me. Or I just go, wish people were you know, more make a an album. Yeah, 450 million dollars. Also. From these NBA players' standpoints, for these guys that, you know, end up ring chasing after they sign these contracts, I guess for me it's like this. All right, the benefit of signing with that the team that you played with before is that extra year on that contract to guarantee mm-hmm. money. If you're trying to win a championship and you're somebody like KD who's 32 or 33 or James Harden or oh. something like that, why wouldn't you rather take a shorter contract mm-hmm. and just team hop? Yeah. You're still going to make that- the 40 mil. Or the 45 well, million like, a year. Okay, so here's the other thing about uh, like a lot of those like top tier guys who are ring chasing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't need to take all of your money because look at all the other money you're making off the court already. That's a good point. Be- and I'm t- and, I- and obviously I'm talking about a very specific group of guys. Mm-hmm. Your Kevin Durant's, your James Harden's, who you see Whoa. on TV regularly, who have shoes, who because here's the thing. Dame, all that money he made, this is the even crazier part. This is the crazier part, guys. All mm-hmm. that money is just NBA money. Oh, yeah. That's not even endorsements, shoe deal, none of that. Uh, so so that, that's the thing. It's like, if you really, really want to win that championship, mm-hmm. Dame, then don't, then don't be a $60 million man. And... <laughs> But, but 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 you get what I'm saying. It, theoretically, what I, uh, the the uh, it applies across the board. Like if you for the the, the top tier guys who want to be who really mm. really want to win a ring, and it's like LeBron and and AD out there in LA, oh and or, or Westbrooks, you all want rings. Nobody can. We can't afford <laughs> to bring anybody else on this team because y'all eat up the entire cap. I'm still trying to figure out why the Lakers said, hey, LeBron wants DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to go and get Russell Westbrook. <laughs> like, Russ literally doesn't fit. And I know somebody say, well, DeMar isn't really a good three-point shooter, but at least DeMar can create his own shot. Russ can't. He can't. Yeah, he can't. Over nothing. 
And he's lost his athletics. He's lost a lot of his bounce. So the one thing that he was able to do offensively in terms of scoring the ball is now gone. And now him and LeBron both play the same way as in terms of as distributors. They're very ball dominant. So Russ is limited to being a catch and shoot player and he doesn't have that ability, nor is he showing any interest in gaining the ability to be able to shoot a three, which is crazy to me, but uh, I guess you're getting paid $47 million to not be able to shoot. So is this, whatever. is this, is this how many episodes in a row that we've at least mentioned the fact that this specific thing, Daryl, I think we talk about it once I mean, an episode because it's, but so it's like aging. It's just dominating the NFL. It's dominating the NBA talk right now. Yeah. Everything is, but but also the Lakers, it's, it's the Nets, literally just that infuriating. And then DeAndre, you really think about it. Yeah. Oh god, that's that's so fucked up, bro. Okay, okay, guys, I, I do have a question. Like mm-hmm. the DeAndre Ayton situation where he signed the uh, so Daryl get us on the deal with the Pacers, only to sign the deal yeah. with the Suns. Four well, years, no, no. one hundred thirty-three so, so, million dollar offer sheet they gave him. Okay, so when when the when the Pacers made that offer sheet and he decided to sign it, Daryl, mm-hmm. can you please tell me the options that he had and that the Suns had that kind of closed off by signing that offer sheet? So because there was there was that a they all could have done. There was a sign and trade scenario that was brought up between the Hawks, the Hawks, the Suns, and the Nets to kind of get KD to Phoenix. That was one of the big deals that was coming up and everybody was trying to figure out how that worked out and the way that they would have facilitated that would have been eight and going to the hawks a katie going to the suns and then the hawks and the you know Suns sending a bunch of people over to the nets to make that deal happen and and picks and stuff like that and it didn't go through because eight and signed this offer sheet i think they kind of fell apart a couple of weeks ago though um there was rumors about eight and going to the pacers and they were thinking about a signing trade with that where the Sons would get um, uh, Miles Turner and things of that nature. And obviously, it's not going to be able to have happen now because Pacers didn't get eight. And so, <clears throat> here's my issue with that sign and trade theory and my issue with the Suns on the side of this. Well, so, real quick, before we really yeah. get into that, I, I guess ultimately, though, the, the, the sign and tra- the, the signing the offer sheet pretty much means that he can't be that. They don't like him. He doesn't like them. In a nutshell, no. So here's two hundred million dollars for you. I but, hate you. But there's that exactly. But so no. But here's the thing, cheese. He's not getting two hundred mil. No. They fucked him out of a year of his contract. Mm-hmm. So here, by so, doing so, the shit that they so did. So this is my this is my question to you. If mm-hmm. you are if you're DeAndre Ayton and you're his people, do you do you think in retrospect? Do you think it would have been better to have not signed that offer sheet? Because, you, I mean, deep down, you, you kind of had to know that the Suns were going to match it. I think that mm-hmm. was inevitable. I don't know if people thought that they weren't because I don't – look, the Suns needed to save face. They couldn't let mm-hmm. him walk for nothing. Nobody is actively in their entire life has actively said, I want to play for the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> Should you well, probably say the same for Phoenix at this point. Well, yeah. well – KD did. Maybe Steve Nash. Steve Nash but he got yeah. drafted there and then came back. Yeah. Like, that doesn't count. No. But they had but, a good but, Mare Stoudemire, Steve Nash. They yeah, had a good team. That team that we cock blocked. Oh, here we go. Spurs fan over here. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, what a exactly. fucking shot. I know, right? God. I know. But that's how we should have known that he was going to be staying with the Suns because there's yeah. not a chance in hell. Anyone actively says they want to go and play for the Pacers. So, Phoenix. Okay, so so but but my whole point is like if, if Phoenix is a little me, more fun. 
If Who's it was Phoenix even paying besides Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton now? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. $40 million. Yeah. But, but oh, and they gave Landry Shamit a lot of money. And they're gonna, they pay Bridges. They pay Bridges. Uh, they that was the whole Bridges. thing that was fucked up about this, is that they didn't pay Aiton last year. And then you have Sarver and, and Chris Paul. And everybody come out and say, oh, DeAndre Ayton isn't doing this and that. And then you have Monty Williams come out during the playoffs and say what he said about DeAndre Ayton. So you take this value. Yeah. To, to, to tank his value so they could get him on a contract that had one year sleep, one less year on it. And from Aiton's standpoint, it's like, I don't think if he took that Pacers deal, then that means nobody else offered any more money than that because he waited it out for a good bit of time. And I think the market for him is pretty slim right now. Mm-hmm. The other teams that probably wanted him couldn't get him unless a trade so happened. He did get the one thing, I guess the one silver, I guess there's some silver lining here is that he does have control over his trade destination. Mm-hmm. any potential trade destinations for like a year mm-hmm. so it, i i guess he he would decide, he'd be able to he has a he has a veto on a trade mm-hmm. uh for the first year of his contract so mm-hmm. and he he's not going to be there by mid-year mid-season do you, or by the trade deadline do you think he is okay let me put it this way do you think he is if they're not if they're if they're if they're winning and doing fine do you think they still move him well, I mean, they've been winning and doing fine this whole time, and look at all the narratives well, that are coming out. I know that's a good point. They 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 don't want to be doing just fine, I guess. Like they were the first team in the West, think, first seed in the West, and do you you're trying to get rid of your third best player? Do you think they'll be able to put together a trade with the Nets by the deadline? No. Okay, because you do. Because I also th- uh, I'm pretty sure that Durant is gonna not be there by the deadline either. According to how they play. Well, that's a good point. You're right. Winning does fix everything. I do find it funny that Kyrie and KD haven't talked since Kyrie signed oh, it off. That oh, they, you remember that, when uh, people were making a big deal about them being at that same where the where the fuck were they together? They claimed that they were at a gym together doing open runs, but that wasn't true. So was people was lying. it that though? Was or was it something else? That was it. Okay. They were claiming it was LeBron, Kyrie, and oh, Lord. KD. Because Lakers thought early uh, in free agency that they would be able to get uh, both of them, and I'm like, with what? With the what Lakers, money? The Lakers are delusional, like that. <laughs> but that the Lakers don't have any more. That's the problem. No, they have. They <laughs> had. It's funny. They had six million to offer, and they gave it to who? Lonnie Walker, right? Yeah, because they had no fucking choice. Yeah, they. They. I mean, yeah. That that's a sorry state that that friend that franchise is is literally in the in the kind of state where blame Jeannie Buss. What after after this following season, <laughs> I mean, they're gonna have to do something. LeBron's gone. And, LeBron's out of and, there. You, and AD's well, getting that, moved. No, no, wait no. a minute. The Celtics. No, or we will dominate no. the East again. The, well, didn't AD's dad years. say he would never play for the Celtics for a hundred years? No, I know. I saw. I saw why. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not from Boston, but I still took offense to it because hey, <laughs> then again, I remember. No, he's right. No, that fan they're base is like pretty, it. pretty shitty. But no, it very, is. Uh, I wouldn't play there or Utah. There's no way in fucking. Oh no God, I never. If I was, I told pull John Elway. If I was driving to Utah, I say I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'd retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some places that I think about, like as states where I wouldn't want to play in. Just cause... Utah is number one. <laughs> Utah, Boston. Yeah. If I played in Orlando, I'd probably retire. 
Not because well, Orlando's a bad city, but say, I wouldn't but, play for that franchise. But I was gonna say, if it is Orlando, you and it's Florida, you probably should be there and retired. That's kind of what that whole state's point. there for. <laughs> it's, um, for when you're, it's like it's for when you're in your 80s and your racism. It's is God's overtaken. waiting room, people. <laughs> oh, there Portland. I, I've, 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 yeah, no. Portland. Are you talking to Portland yeah. yeah. No. no. Indiana. Oh hell yeah! I just I I sit out for a whole season. I, What's I, like Detroit? I what, what do you think about Detroit? I'd go to Detroit, except I'd, I'd, be to Detroit. About, I'd be worried about the jungle that's overgrowing on some buildings, though. Yeah, the wildlife it, that's retaking the city. <laughs> so, you at know. least at least if you want to escape Detroit for a little bit, you can go up to Canada or something like that. But I I played Detroit. I've even I've even yeah. played Sacramento. That's not a bad mm-hmm. city. No, uh, no it's, it's a bad organization, but it's not. It's a bad, a bad organization, but it's think about it though. It's it's between organization and where you're playing at. Utah's a shitty organization and a shitty state. Sacramento is a shitty organization. Okay, this is my nice number fine. This is my number one question now. What mm. is the best place for the shittiest organization that you would play for in basketball or, or just across the board sports for you? For, for, mm-hmm. the best place to play in in the oh, NBA, no, Miami Dolphins. I, I should say live. Oh, live hell yeah, Miami Dolphins. Miami. The Bucks. You uh, I, cannot, I, I, I want to live hate, in Tampa Bay. I hate. I fucking. Oh, you talking about Tampa Miami. Bay? I'd oh. shoot myself in the head if I had to live in Miami for more than a month. You know what? It's really? nice to visit. Cheese. Nice that's actually visit. a good point. Yeah, but Josh, think about the traffic. Like yeah, just that's true. that alone. Think about the traffic and think about the people that you have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fucking assholes in Miami. I'm trying to think. At least everyone came Bay is old and curmudgeon doesn't uh, want to talk to No, you, I'm over here it. thinking about like, man, is there like a San Diego or a San Francisco based team that's oh, terrible? Oh, bro, the, the Chargers. Chargers. Wait, but Chargers not- are in LA. Yeah. The Chargers fucking be- suck. Their organization yeah. sucks ass. Oh, the or- okay, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> The amount of talent that they've had over no, the last no, see, decade I don't and a half in LA, a championship. See, but yeah, Dale, that's not San yeah, Diego. See, that's also a good point. It? I'm trying to not live in LA. Mm. I'm trying to live by the Bay. That's a good point. Too bad the Warriors are good now. Is anybody in Washington bad? Mm. Seattle. NFL, that's where it is. NFL. I would. The Mariners. T- no, Seattle right now because Seattle's terrible. The Mariners oh, the, and the, the Seahawks. Seahawks and the Kraken. I'd, I'd probably pick there. It's like worst. Are the Mariners good right now? They're doing good. You can play for the Kraken. They're turning it around. Mm-hmm. Oh, the new God. the new soccer team, the Kraken, the hockey team. Oh, oh, oh God! Yeah, <laughs> no. we all forgot they existed for a minute. <laughs> yeah, they had the opposite effect of the Golden Knights. Yeah. They did not make. Oh, the... bro, the what? Panthers. I love North Carolina. Ooh. I do like North Carolina a lot. They suck. Yeah, it's a beautiful state, and this and okay. they suck ass. So yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, but y'all have you all got hurricanes, and I I I have hurricanes too. Bro, I, I'm, I, live in Southeast, you... I live in Southeast Georgia right now, dog. There's that does not would not deter. I, see, what you say? No, no, no. I understand. Like that's, but I'm saying I live by hurricanes too. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to live by hurricanes anymore. Did you say Memphis? What? No, nobody said Memphis. Would you? No, I said. Would you say Memphis? Oh, mm. no. I mean, the Grizzlies are kind of they. Because I would love to. Play, I would love. I'd love to be there. I wouldn't love. They're secluded. In You're away from people. Yeah, I hate. I Anthony, how, much, how much different is Memphis than like the general like vibe of Texas? To be honest, okay. But Memphis look, is like the new look, Myrtle Cap. Okay, Myrtle okay. Cap, like, so like, understand that. Understand 
that all of Texas, there's like mm-hmm. this sweetness uh, that is that is above like, you know, it's the creamy, delicious foam at the top, right, uh, of your latte. And then like you have, you know, uh, the rest of it, the entire cup mm-hmm. under it is just a bunch mm-hmm. of like quiet aggression. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's better than Memphis. But only because it's, think, about, think about this, though. Mm-hmm. You can in one state you're gonna get just about every kind of different thing. That's mm-hmm. that's the difference. It's, there's such a wide variety in this state. Also, I'd pick Austin over Memphis in, in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It, other than prices. Oh, I go. Oh, I play for the Blue Jays. I go to Toronto. I play for oh, the yeah, Toronto. Oh, yeah, that's great. No, you're right. Yeah. Although you could that's also. A shitty get organization there. is having a decent season right now in a beautiful city. Boom. Wasn't the mayor huh. crackhead? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, he's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, he died like right <laughs> after he got out of the seat. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I definitely admit it. That dude yeah, lived his a lot truth. of crack. He lived his truth. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> that's why he got elected because he was honest. What would you say that no, since Cincinnati is not a terrible organization anymore. Okay. Let me ask then. And the flip side, what is the what is the best organization you would play play in? With the shittiest city to live in, possibly. Oh, shit, Green Bay. <laughs> Ugh, fuck no, I can't deal with that cold. Ha- Absolutely. Oh man, I'd love. Oh yeah, dude, actually, you know what? Cold. That's already gone. You're right. In the heartbeat, right. yeah. there. So I am best there. organization. Fuck. Of course, worst you're there, cheese. I like the oh, cold. The Yankees. Easy. Oh. I yeah, New York is sh- New York. No, I couldn't live there. Oh no way! Because I, you know, okay, I'll tell you why I could live in New York. Hmm. I would live in New York before I'd live in the in the West Coast for one reason and one reason only. I don't have to fucking drive. And that is the only reason. That is the only reason. I would not live in LA ever because of the driving. I cannot stand being in traffic for 15 minutes. Okay? You put me in traffic for over an hour, I will murder someone in the streets, Daryl. Jeez, Josh. You will see me on the news having murdered somebody. All right, Jesus. You could not put me anywhere in Texas. Why? I love uh, Texas. I'm not going to do Texas. Because I, I, I've been to Texas. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. Okay, work. but where have you been to Texas? Dallas. Exactly. Oh, no. That's like the never. shittiest, like, okay, that's the wait, shittiest, just so like, you experience Texans you can give yourself. Dallas. I'm about to say, okay. Dallas is... Dallas and no. Houston are my least favorite places to be in. Oh, and then there was they, another place I had crazy. to go through. I forget where it was. Austin's it was some other small. It wasn't Austin. Austin's it was some great. small San city. Like, Fort like, Worth? Fort no, Worth? it was like 100 miles west of Dallas. I forget where it was. Waco? No. Frisco? No. I, I can't know. remember I like- the name, people. You can name them off all you want. I'm not going to remember. I like the way. Either way, either way, Kentucky is like a downgrade uh, to Texas, anyways. So you can't really say much, buddy. Yeah, but we're awesome. Yeah, you have Mitch McConnell. Somehow he's still alive. (laughs) Okay, our guy can walk. But Texas has. I understand what we have, (laughs) Daryl. I understand. (laughs) But understand that he has he this man cheese in his state has the serpent's head. At least you can walk, though. So all I can say is I can't talk, so I'm not. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. At least you can't walk. Mine can't. Oh, this is a bad part of the conversation. Look, I don't like Greg Abbott. I don't care what anybody thinks. Anthony, we we get here at least once every podcast at this point. Exactly. 
He's a bad. I know we do. How do we always get here? You usually somehow, bring it up. Did I? I didn't you bring did it today. Up this time. You did today. What? You brought. You started it. Well, no, geez, you brought it up with the walking thing, though. Yeah, you're the one who brought it up. See? No, you said. But you did bring up the Mitch McConnell thing. Oh, no, I brought that up afterwards. But once we were firmly in that ground. (laughs) It doesn't matter. The point is we got here. This is is a. Is there anything else that has happened in sports? The correct answer is Toronto. Yeah, yeah, that is that is best city or worst city or worst city best organization or worst best city city worst organization. organization. It was best city. Oh no 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 no. Oh yeah, okay. Well, that 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 was the first one, and then I said worst city best organization. organization. Worst city best organization is uh, Oakland. Well, Vegas now. Wait. Oh, you're talking about for baseball? No, I'm talking about the Warriors. Wait. Oh 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 oh. San Francisco. Oh, in San Francisco now. I've never How been are they a bad organization? No, they're, 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 they're a good organization, bad city. Oh, yeah, never mind. Okay, okay. Uh, I was, I've was. i heard you know, mixed reviews about San Fran. It depends. I imagine it depends. It's, it's like all places. Some people are going to love them. Some people are going to have No, them. no. See, places like, like Green Bay fucking like, suck. Oh, yeah, uh, Green, Bay, Green Bay's awesome. Green Bay fucking sucks. Oh, I've been twice. It's great. How do you go 12 and four with that team and not... Well, because you keep throwing it to Devontae Adams when he had three other guys that were open. Devontae Adams is, you know, he carried the load. He was so good. He, some some quarterbacks freeze up after the after the first round of the playoffs. Like, I can't say anything. I can't say anything because my team can't get out of the first round of the playoffs. Okay. Well, my team. I mean, my we team were the first. Lucky. Hey, we were the first victim before they went after your Packers, Cheeseman. I mean, the, the, you know what really grinds my gear, Cheeseman, is no matter what, you didn't really lose this NFL season because no, he didn't. And he still got the Bengals in because he's one of those guys who has two teams. <sighs> I need to get a second team, like a firmly locked no. second team. Mm-mm. No, I mean, look, I'm I already have Baltimore. Be alone in it. No, I already have Baltimore. Now. Damn it, I want to pick one that's winning. You'll be an Eagles what? fan. You will like it. Oh. Who do you root for? Oh Baltimore? God. Me? College basketball. Yeah. You have to ask him. Oh. See, I'm more of a outside observer in terms of see, the reason why I'm sports. I, I don't UNC like UNC is because uh, mm. but I do I like a good oh story. It. In college sports, it. I like a good story. Mm. For I me, for the good story. Um my I was born in North Carolina. I'm from here, but my mom was going to school up in uh, Raleigh. Um, at the time and i don't know why i always associated north carolina with unc and i just kind of fell in love with them so that was always my favorite team i hate coach k uh that that also was an influencing factor as well i can't stand duke in the ground that they walk oh, on. daryl loved it when he was gone bro i know i love that unc beat them twice that too yeah and and knocked out duke in that fucking tournament that that was that was awesome that's like, yeah, okay that, that. by the way that is poetic that is mm-hmm. so god that's so good it's so good. God, fuck um, pieces of shit. Cheese, I don't know who you root for in college besides your own schools. You can say, yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. Like in terms of actual sporting competition, we play well, basketball. You you can't really root for Thomas More University in sports. It's 
We are in NA now division two in 2024. Um, 2024 will be division two, but we've been We're all coming for your great. title in North Dakota. What? Oh God, We're coming Dakota. for that title in North Dakota. You better get yeah. on, oh get on it. Yeah. Jesus. Jack rabbits. Jesus. Oh, that's, that's the other thing, by the way, real quick mm-hmm. uh, on college. Um, apparently you, I don't know if you read the whole thing about the, uh, is it with Notre Dame going on? Right what happened now? with them? So, uh, because I do listen to Dan Patrick daily. One thing that he brought up because he's got his sources is that, um, you know that you know how Notre Dame has the NBA deal or the NBA deal, uh, the uh, NBC, NBC deal. deal, yeah. So apparently, it, NBC could be buying into part of the Big Ten, and if they do that, oh, then come that, on. No, oh wait, God. if if they do that, then Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, more than likely, and then the dominoes that fall after that is that in an act of aggression. Uh, a reactionary act of aggression the sec goes after uh, plans to go after and they inevitably will go after florida state clemson uh and miami get rid of conferences in college football. oh no no, no, no. I, I i already told you the answer and, and, and it, 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 it's been inevitable for years that they are going to a more nfl-like system where you're going to have two giant conferences with like 40 teams each Bama versus everyone. That's the only way. Yeah, Bama on one side and then the rest of the league on the other. I'd much rather that than the mess that they have now. Where we get Uh, literally just the same. And it's not going to change much then, but but what else is going to happen? It's already a goddamn mess anyways. Let's just do this. I'm ready to just abolish college football at this point. I'm I'm getting sick of it. So after that, then there's the other thing that the Pac-12 will possibly work with the big 12 to salvage something there just save the swack make Make sure the swack is still around (laughs) what what (laughs) either way is there our house washington is about to be the best team in the pac 12 in like two years but but what we should hope for above all else is that these players go and they get theirs while they make gonzaga join the pac 12 why thank you thank you cheese they Thank can't you. keep having these easy ass schedules and have these say. high rankings like that. And they crash okay, out they in the tournament every year. So the, the one thing, the one thing I will say that I do like about theoretic, theoretically about having these conferences is that these teams will have will have no choice but to actually play these other better teams than they would as opposed to whatever you know division three school that they play or whatever. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Bullshit. Look on Zag and Pac-12. Because it's it's just an inev- it's inevitably been moving this way for the longest time. College football, I, I like the idea of the mega conference. The only issue is, is that I feel like so much of college football is based around like the rivalry week at the end of the season. Yeah. And, like the matchups like Georgia, Florida. And I feel like the the situation we're getting into is going to erase those games. No, and it's gonna it take so long to build that excitement up. Like I get excited for Wisconsin versus Nebraska, even when the two of them fucking suck. Yeah. And like getting rid of these conference and the direction we're going in now, we're about to have 30 teams to a fucking conference. 
you're gonna a lot of those matchups are gonna go by the wayside because look at the SEC. People are gonna want to see Georgia versus Texas every year. People are gonna want to see Georgia versus Oklahoma every year. They want to see Alabama versus Texas. Or if Clemson comes into the SEC, which in Clemson and UJ already have a rivalry, so they're gonna want to see Clemson versus can, Alabama. What if they can, you know, guarantee the one, you know, these because it's Where's like the thing saying, they're gonna have to expand the schedule. They probably are. So, so look, there's going to be a lot of things that are expanding as, as things move forward because they are going to want to keep those staple trademark games. You think that they're not going to want to keep your your Texas and your Oklahomas and your uh, all these other you know things that they, that we all want to see. At the same time, they're going to have to sprinkle in those new matchups, the new things. I mean, it it's gonna it's not going to be uh, perfect the first few years. It's not going to be you know it, it's going to be it's going to take a lot of tweaking. I think. Josh, you're more of the you're well. You follow college. What do you think about the idea of like super conferences? Um, you know, I, I honestly don't think the conference is the problem. I, I think the root problem is the the playoffs, which I've always yeah. for the past yeah. three four years yeah. I've always said, mm-hmm. let's make it an eight team playoff. Let's give yep. the Power Five the winners of the Power Five conferences and a bid automatic bid and then let's give three at larges that way if there's you know like two really good teams in the sec or two really good teams in the big 10 whatever whatever year it is give them a chance i mean i'm sorry i'm from cincinnati yeah i i i i don't like uc football i i don't i i've always thought they've been overrated and um and that was just, just had a heart attack hearing that oh good Oh. No, oh, I, no, I, it's it's funny because your head all of a sudden popped up on oh, my screen. No, I was just, I mean, like it, it's it, it was when you watch UC Alabama, it was literally boys versus men. Yeah. And the fact that the Alabama running back had more rush yards than the UC quarterback throughout the entire game, it's like, come on, like, like what's going on here? However, I will say, like, there were some good teams that didn't make the playoffs. Like, the Baylor-Oregon State game for the uh, Big 12 championship, that was a hell of a game. And Mm -hmm. neither of those teams made it, and they were so good. So, Mm -hmm. to me, I think the problem lies in the end goal, which is expanding the playoffs. Um, But, I mean, it just – it wrecks the integrity of the conferences – um being able to conference jump i mean yeah you know like obviously the sec is the powerhouse in football um but you know like clemson's always been in the acc but you know they they don't play anyone but the acc to be fair that's a basketball absolutely absolutely but it's like that's why they feel like they're out they might feel out of place there yeah i think that's fair um but you know, it's it's like anytime Clemson made it to the playoffs, they were yeah. still super good. Like, yeah, they proved they were meant to be there. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's oh, they're playing with SEC money. That's why. Well, oh, and, for and sure. I'll say this: like, I, I've always, I've always thought that the conference, the the super mega conference thing, is was an inevitability. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wonder how that affects. I wonder how uh, I okay. So first of all, I think the reason that it is an inevitability is because this is the first step in a complete and total just break away from the NCAA. Yep. Because mm-hmm. there because because it's 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 been it's been an obsolete organization for a decade for over a decade now. 
over well they, over. They again. can't even. They couldn't manage their own shit even when they had more of a stranglehold. Oh yeah. Oh, it's always been a mess. It's always been you know. Look at Alabama. They run things. You think they've been running clean recruiting this whole fucking time? Hell no. But to, to anybody, anybody, any any college football program. Yo, UNC in basketball. UNC in basketball. A lot yeah. of the dirty shit they fucking done and got away go. with in everybody's face. Or even in football. Look at Julius Peppers. That fucker didn't go to a single class. <laughs> Which is, but uh, exactly. So this is why I'm why I'm saying like this is. I think. Part of the the one one of the good things that does come from the conference is you finally do get just it's gone. Let's just lose it, uh, unless you know it morphs into the NCAA becoming a, a more of an organization that that uh, governs over the other sports that aren't you know college football. Do you think that these college teams? I mean, they already kind of service that, but I feel like the 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 college football is starting to head towards a point to where it becomes like an actual like feeder league for the NFL in terms of like an actual minor league. It kind of like, I I don't think it ever gets, it's never going to get called that. But But I feel like that's where it's headed with NIL shit. And that's exactly what it is. That's my thing that kids are going to start going to school where they're going to be making the most money. I mean, Mm -hmm. Texas A&M historically pretty good football program. Mm -hmm. Oh, but they're, they have money. Mm -hmm. Jimbo Fisher's a good coach. Within the next two years, they're going to have a five-starter position at every position. So, and this is this is the thing. Like I've always thought, like if you're going to do that, then start catering. In... I think as part of it, there should be an at least at the very least the option. See, here's the thing: whether you want to take an academic, I've always whether you said want that. To, well, yep. see, but I but I think that it shouldn't just be that. Well, that there should also be an at the very. At the very minimum, no matter who you are, you should be mm-hmm. required to take certain life courses in terms. You got to learn how to how to run. You're being given a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. and you're 18. I'll tell you yeah. what I did with all of the money that I had over the years in my 20s. I pissed it away because I could. Well, not all of it, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you you get you, you're dumb. You're rich. All of a sudden uh, you got to teach these kids how to internormal life all of a sudden with all of this wealth you know mm-hmm. there needs to be uh maybe i don't know what you would call it but it needs to be something that uh, some kind of a plan and financial an literacy every yeah, financial literacy. college athlete needs to take financial literacy that and it needs to become that and and there's so much more that needs to be attached with it and and, and it becomes part of it too it's like you know you should understand the social impact that's going to happen now that yeah. you have all this money because that's a big part of it. Your life doesn't change, just change in the fact that you have all this money, you can pay all your bills, you can buy all these things. It's like, well, now you are a person in, you know, uh, what do you call it? A public persona. You, you, you become your own brand at that point. Yes, you you are a brand, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's going to be those athletes that uh, don't, you know, become pro athletes and walk away, but... At, at the very least, you know, there should be, if you don't want to follow that sports manage, you know, the, the financial, I mean, you should, again, that should be a requirement, but you should also have that option of picking a, some kind of academic plan, mm-hmm. you know, for those who want it. I mean, but for those who don't, I mean, why, why do we fool ourselves here? That's my thing. Like, 
would would gods why, like why waste Julius Peppers from the school? Uh, why waste a spot in a class that somebody who really does want to you know follow this career needs this class? You know, just accept it for what it is. At this point, why are we wasting scholarships on guys that are taking nio money? That ex- th- thank you. Mm-hmm. Because because that because they, they get, and that, and it's fine if they take the nil money. And, you know who cares? That's great. Mm-hmm. But that scholarship should then go somewhere where it can be used to someone who can use it. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, uh, and, and that that does be that's one good thing about that I do like. Or one really good thing I like about the uh, the idea of the nil is that now there is no need. I don't think at least for scholarships to be given out the way that they are to certain players because they mm-hmm. are going to be making legitimately three or four or five times, six, seven, eight times what that scholarship would have been worth. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it's a drop in the bucket to them. Uh, either way, it's an interesting path that we're on with college football and it's going to mm-hmm. impact every other part of college because once, you know, once the, once college football dumps the NBA, the NCAA I mean, what real power do they even have at that point? They don't have any now. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess that's where we're at. The only thing they got a stranglehold on is like baseball and track and mm-hmm. they kind of lost it on basketball too. Like I was going to say, the, the tournament's become mm-hmm. its own beast. The only reason why the NCAA would want to keep football and basketball is because those – that the money that those programs make funnel into everything else. But from a school standpoint, if I'm making all this money off of football and basketball, I can just, I can funnel that in myself. Yeah. You can find eventually the NCAA is going to be needed for anything. The only thing I think that the NCAA is helpful with this title nine. Yeah. And I think if these colleges do get full control, then that goes out of the window and that's scary. Um, well, but, considering the way that things are currently, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. You hear yeah. you hear the things that are happening. We'll leave it at that. Um, either way, it, it's yeah. again, it's just it's a really interesting time to be in with college sports because the entire landscape's changing. Mm. And who knows? I mean, I think ultimately it's for the better, personally, but who knows? Uh, what's that reaction it's um anthony richardson from the university of florida he had to you know his nickname was ar-15 because that was his initials and his jersey number yeah he he's uh he's getting rid of that branding now because of all the mass obvious reasons yeah you know that's i hate that because i know that's his name and like i know oh he was also using a scope reticle as his logo Okay, oh. well maybe. Oh. Okay, Daryl. Never mind then, Daryl. Okay, mean, yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Never mind okay. then. Yeah, that's a good idea, buddy. Yeah, AR fifteen isn't the best nickname, and then having a scope wreck. Yeah, that's not the best. Mm-hmm. That's not the best um, call there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a great way to. That's a great spot to end it on, Daryl. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. What other positive things do we have to talk about? What did Dan Snyder do this week? I don't fucking know, and I don't want to. I don't want to talk about. No, it. Neither, of course, neither do I. Who who does? Who does? The Texans not really anything happening right now. 
I don't want to talk about that either. I know. That's what I'm telling you. There's literally nothing positive to talk about anymore. We've talked about all of it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Well, there's something here that's funny. An update on uh, that welfare case, that uh, the scam that Brett Favre and the Debiases got into a couple oh. of months ago. Oh, yeah. um, apparently, the ex-governor of Mississippi uh, ordered a $1.1 million welfare check to Brett Favre at that point. One of the defendants um, wait. said that wait. in the court hearing. Brett Favre got a welfare check for how much? $1.1 million. Is Brett Favre still doing his radio thing right now? Yeah, okay. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Is he still with Wrangler Jeans? No, I think they dropped him when that happened. When they hey, came what, other, what other weird things do, that he's endorsed that he pops up on commercials with? Copper Fit. A, uh, copper That's Fit. And, uh, yeah, Copper yeah. Fit. But Has I don't think it's on at like 10 o'clock at night now. I don't see those during the day. Uh, well, so, by the I way, everybody's recognized it as a scam. That is the same be, thing he'll as be the power on, balance. He'll fans. be on a eugenics thing soon enough. The like fightings, said, the man. baseball fightings, those were a scam. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, I do love seeing some of the shit. Oh, but okay, real quick. Did you see? Have you seen Shaq's Instagram yet from just recently? No, but let me go. Okay. Ahead. He was putting on, I guess he, he put on a show in Croatia. Mm. And this place looks like it's losing its mind for fucking, you know, the, for for Shaq. Well, he's just up there rapping or doing whatever he's doing. Man, I would love to be in a club where Shaq is rapping. I don't care who. I don't. Mm. I don't even like clubs. Isn't Shaq like a DJ now or some shit? Yeah. Probably. What DJ does Shaq Diesel. do? Shaq is the is the George Foreman. But you know what though? But he's a even I, he's an even bigger name, I guess. But I res- yeah, but I do respect mm. that he's like, fuck it. I have a name, I'll slap my name on it. Who cares? Mm. <laughs> like he did with the you heard how it went with the ring alarm, right? No. Yeah. So okay, yeah, because like the guy was like, Hey, would you, you know, I'll give you or I'll install this for free if you what do you call it? If you just, you know, throw your name on it mm. and if you endorse it, and he's like, Shaq's more Shaq's thinking different. He's like, give me 10%. And I'll endorse it. Dude gave him 10%. Mm. And then Amazon turns around and buys the ring light. For a billion dollars. For you a know billion they, dollars. The Shaq ring, made. The oh, ring was the only um, deal on Shark Tank that they've turned down. Yeah. Actually, the ring yeah. was the biggest deal that came into Shark Tank and they turned it down. Yeah. Uh, mm. Can't believe that. I Oh, Mark Cuban making a bad decision. Say it Which is so. weird because he's a big tech guy. He's made yeah. his money in the tech industry. Oh, yeah. I'm and so it's, it's such a great idea, too. I can't believe literally part. none of them thought this is yeah. a great idea. Do you well, like, see who's at my door? Sense. Like, it makes sense because, like, every house that I, like, I kid you not, like, almost every house down this neighborhood has one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nuts. And it doesn't matter, like, the quality of neighborhood either. Like, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go on YouTube like, and type in like ring videos. You'll just see some of the creepiest and funniest shit. It's but the, the but again the crazy the, the crazy part of all of that is that Shaq made a hundred million dollars off of it. Like, yeah, just because he was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll slap my name on ten percent, hundred million. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Speaking of Mark Cuban, oh, I, I did. There was a crypto. I don't know if anybody in here watches Coffeezilla on YouTube. 
but he's That's like this big crypto. like financial youtuber and like he uncovers like a lot of crypto scams and stuff like that it is funny to me that mark cuban has been involved in like two different crypto like exchanges that have fell apart over the last like or coins that have been that have fell apart in the last six months and it just that just brings a smile on my face knowing he's losing what? money because i fucking hate mark cuban my god it's funny how many like how how uh, you, you know that app that he has right the one the medicine with the medicine yeah. one yeah mm-hmm. where it's like yeah you do get it at a discount but it's still way over like price like of what we we know what we technically should be paying but mm-hmm. yeah yeah well it, I t- that is the it, only it, thing I'll give him at the very least he, you know it's credit for option. I guess yeah, yeah. it's still it's, shitty but. It's like it. He, I don't know, man. It's that shit where it's like billionaires. You know how they are. They're billionaires. Mm-hmm. They're they, you don't you don't become a billionaire unless you you know crush a few skulls, mm-hmm. sacrifice yep. a few babies. You know, <laughs> pray to a few dark gods. Pick what whichever whichever mm-hmm. one you want to pick. You did something bad to get there. Or maybe oh, that person questionable. Out, one person that pointed out a lot of these uh, global billionaires are under like five eight. It's the little oh, definitely. complex. Like the only exception is Elon Musk, and he's barely six foot. Yeah, but Elon Musk has Elon Musk. Do you hear about his dad? Yes. <laughs> what happened? No, I didn't. What happened? He had he, dad groomed a four-year-old. Elon stepped it. He pulled a Woody Allen, but yeah, even worse. With a four-year-old. Essentially. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. I guess he. Yeah, and then uh, had. I guess they had. That's. Is that the parent of the step? of uh elon musk's sibling that he did that with his dad or because according to his dad they're on this planet to reproduce we're on this planet to reproduce only that's disgusting that's, yeah, that's something that elon that's also not, believes well yeah because he has like nine kids with he doesn't take care of like seven of them who's the one that he had recently isn't it the weird name mm-hmm with that grind. Oh, it's like ABC, ESG, Yeah, Xeon, Archangel. Yeah. Either way, either way. See, imagine being that kid growing up. I beat the shit out of that kid on principle alone. I tell my children, beat him up on principle alone. Okay, okay. Here we are again. Here we are again. That kid kid got born into that. He didn't get choose to born into that. Hey, you know what? Life happens, man. Life I don't think that that's a situation of just life happens. I yeah, that's cheese. That's that's cheeseman actively looking for you to hit you. That's not cheese, life happening. Especially ever since cheese has come back, man. You you've been I, you know I I'm, I haven't known cheese that long, but you you he's aggressive. Yeah, he's you're aggressive. very aggressive, man. What you got going anymore, on, though? So he's got to get it out somehow. Yeah, you know what? You know what? He's got angry. That is a good point. You did got you did get banned for threatening violence against the the Reds owner, so. All I said was I will, I would love to see him die in a fire. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what you tweeted. That's all you said. That's all I said. I remember the day you tweeted that shit out too. Did you put him? Did, okay, you didn't like. It was almost a you, session. You know like he was just going him. off on people, and then I just one day yeah, I didn't so see him on my timeline. <laughs> yeah, he got banned from Twitter, didn't you? Oh yeah. yes. Oh, not only did he get himself banned, he got the <laughs> Twitter account for this podcast banned as well. Well, because because he had this. So because I guess Twitter, Twitter thought that I was trying to log in to use the second account. I was just 
I just woke up one morning seeing my account wasn't working. I just didn't know Twitter was down. Yeah. I logged into this account and see, okay, it is working. And then I said, no, they sent two emails saying yes. this. And I'm just like, and then they oh, shut these it guys down are going to be like, mad. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mad I, at, when you told me. It was more like, wait, what happened? It was a lot. I mean, because, because it happened. It's it, it's like I go to bed one night. And it all happened so act. fast. And then, he and then just I wake up. up. I know. I know it's a slippery slope, Cheeseman. When I don't think Reds... I've ever threatened to, you know, burn people or hope to see them burn on Twitter before. But you know, maybe not on me. Twitter, but I'm nonetheless on, on social media. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's bold. <laughs> that's when you're putting it out into the ether, and you know, you just assume nobody's reading it, but then Twitter is. <laughs> Cheeseman, well, Twitter's gotten very uh... about that. I didn't care. You should make a LinkedIn post about that and see what happens. Uh-oh. LinkedIn doesn't give a shit. God, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is the worst insane. social media. I, I can't stand LinkedIn, bro. It's so... Well, it's like the, LinkedIn the doesn't official. give a shit. I know. It really does. Like, it's weird, the, like, the updates that it does, that the, the posts that it does send me notifications for are odd. Yeah, it's honestly, it's more like Facebook now. Like, it I was on LinkedIn today, like and it was like what this mom did over the weekend. I'm like, I don't care. How is this? What? (laughs) Oh Lord, man! It's like sometimes I hop on Facebook and I look at friends that I that I went to high school with, and I see Mm -hmm. the things that they're sharing or or talking about on Facebook. I'm like, you're still living in the same. I pretty much have my timeline, my Facebook timeline, just set to it's basically just stand up comedy and a bunch of fun animal videos as every time I get on and sports news. I added the animal video formula to my Twitter feed because I realized I need something that's a little bit more positive in there other than news. I mean, Anthony, you don't want to see the news and people bullying the wrestler the day that they hate. And... Yeah, which is why I banned a lot of words like pro wrestling and wrestling. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I don't know what goes on in that business anymore. You know what? Instead, I, I, I got to watch. I watched two videos square up. Two two videos, two cats like square up like they're about to go at it. Mm-hmm. They're next to a river. They both go at it. They both fall in the river and they come out best friends because they just had a traumatic experience. <laughs> That's incredible. That's and a I great think video. That is a that is a happy way to think. Was on stand by yes. me there. <laughs> well, it's like all of a sudden it's like we went from being mortal enemies to we're both wet and we don't like it. We're in this let's, together, pal. Let's be mad at that. Exactly. That's the, the enemy kind of stuff my enemy is my friend. Exactly. And in this case, the enemy water is water. Is exactly. Yes. So fight the water. Just keep punching up current. Real quick. When is the uh when is the all-star game? Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. And the home run is tomorrow. Yes. Um good, good. there What's are up? places. This I guess is our random topic to end the podcast, like the serial thing last week. Oh apparently yeah. there are places in the United States where the speed limit is enforced by aircraft. But they're just hovering. I guess they they have like a signal or something like that where they're just hovering over. And if you speed, it tags your car and then they send an alert. Just so you understand, I had to pay. I paid a three hundred dollar parking ticket last week um, that I got through the mail. Like, I hate that. I really don't. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, I don't want to get into rights because that, that's questionable nowadays. Uh, mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem fair that, you know, 
you got it a week later. Like I don't even remember the even though they sent like a picture and like wait I don't a three hundred dollar parking ticket. What where yeah, the fuck did you was park a, at? Because apparently, oh well, it's uh, a whole thing. emergency lane. It, it was it was at a school by the way when school's out uh, because there's no school over the summer and there's no buses in the parking lot and where I parked. Uh, it was right where the bus line, where the bus thing is at. Mm-hmm. But the, I was only, I was there for a very specific reason, running in and out, and I was told that I could park there. I, look, I didn't want I to find it. With, I didn't. I uh, good luck dealing with uh, with that here. It's a pain in the ass because I, yeah. I challenged tickets before here, and it's just, it's such a, it's a pain, right? So I, I yeah. just. I nutted up and I said, you know what? All right, fine. I'll, I'll give you this money. Mm. It was not a good day. Well, nah, not I, a good day. I could assume that. It was not. A, well, I mean. Are there? Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Either way. It is what it is. They're really about to give them a ring for winning in the summer league. Oh. They're Did you doing see that? the size of it, too? Yeah. I'm watching this shit right now. And I'm just. What the fuck? It's the summer league. It's the size the of an actual championship ring. I don't like that. Are they like trying to incentivize people in playing in the summer league? I'm not. That wouldn't make yeah, me want to do that. that. Would, I was going to say that wouldn't make like a trophy for what? For rookie second year, third year basketball. What would you do on the best great. of a of a team that's not even a complete team? Yay. They have and the, they have like the whole case. The shit's rotating. Like. What the fuck? Uh, this is that's the participation <laughs> trophy part of things. Uh, and look, I'm not saying shit, man? I, I'm not saying don't get part, don't let part, people participate and don't like positive reinforcement. But not everybody needs a trophy because then you lose a little bit of the joys of sports and you don't learn how to lose, which is a very important thing in life. So parents or you know whoever else, let your kids lose. It's always good. Plus, it's enjoyable to watch children cry every now and then. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm joking. Wait, I don't what? Like, I don't like seeing. I don't like seeing kids cry. I'm not cheesing here. I'm not the violent one. I never said I like seeing kids cry. I bet you do, do you? though. If you were the one who made them cry, all I have to do is look at people and they cry There's no matter silence. what their age is. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna call it quits with that. <laughs> I'm a very ugly individual. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So this is in the Beards and Balls podcast. It's jeez. Uh, um, terrifying man. It's, it's not a mask. It's my face. I can't help it. Squishy. You should put that as your twi- as your Tinder bio. Jeez, I, I'm very interested in what goes on with your head in your head. Okay, there's some places basis. you should never go, Daryl. That's one of them. I've been to some pretty fucked up. up places. You're setting him up for a lot of these little one-liners that he's enjoying over here. I've been to some pretty fucked up places. She's, I, th- I think I, Josh, was he like this in college? Oh, uh, I, the, the, the violence. Yes. The, the comments, <laughs> I, I don't really know. Honestly, I, I, I never heard him, but the, uh, the aggression was definitely there, but in a good way, you know, you gotta be an aggressive driver in life. And I, in that same way. So Mm-hmm. I just sometimes don't express it in violence. That's the only difference. Like, I fight for my people. That's right. Because that's what you call it. Like you four. Like you three. You three are my okay. people. Okay, good. I fight good. for you. Okay. Okay, good. I'll accept it. Now, Josh, thank you for joining us. Thanks really for having me. Loved it, guys. It was a pleasure. Uh, 
I'd love to have no, you on no. again once we do the full, I guess, rebrand, re- reset that we're, they, we're looking at. Also, doing. when there's something to talk about other than the open. Well, I, would, I think it would things. be fun to bring you in right when we have some US kind of like, open. Uh, US ooh, Open. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, that's that. coming up soon because they had the one, they had the tournament coming up here in Cincinnati, yep. the ATP, which mm-hmm. is, or no, Western and Southern. Yeah. Okay. Which is, which is awesome. And then after that, they go right to the U.S. Open. Okay, well, I'd be yeah. that'd be a blast. That's always fun. Okay. I do love talking about. Um, all right, and uh, I'm uh, Anthony F. You can follow me at Born to Run underscore nineteen on Twitter and on Instagram. Cheeseman. Where can they follow you, Josh? Where can they follow and find you? Yeah, yeah. We're- you can follow me on Instagram, Josh underscore Houston two eight two zero. Go go. Cheese. You can follow me on Instagram at OG Cheeseman. Where I will right. beat you over the head with a stick. Here we go again. Daryl, don't forget it. 3D is 1J on Twitter and the, the coach's challenge on Twitch. You can tell that we've wound down enough to where we're just kind of just pushing through it. It's been I, I'm a long just, Sunday. I'm, I'm just in marvel at, at Cheese. Yeah. I, I, a I lot of I people know. have felt that like same way, just that this kind of person exists. I am very real. Yo. I'm actually a very pleasant and delightful person.